Hey screeners, how you doing? It's me, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. Thought I'd give you a little Captain America salute there, your favourite gift, given what just happened this week at Comic-Con. But yeah, <laughs> it's me too, Nico Lero. Shout out to all of the Nicoholics out there. How are we doing, people? We're good, we're good. So, you know, we, we kicked it off with the fashion of the show. We broke the fourth wall straight away. Like, not just us, we <laughs> directly took it to the screeners. Yeah, how is everyone? How is everyone? How, how's life? How, what's, what's, what's new, people? How, how, how are the screeners today? How, how's everyone doing? How are you Francis Lalonde, Gavin Mann, Arjis Garenki, thank you for joining us, guys. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the stream and welcome to the show. Um, bro, I've had the weirdest freaking week. Two, two, two cancelled flights later. How, how are you? Dude, do, do, you know what, do you know what pissed me off about it, right? And it, it was one of those things, the way it turned out... It actually was like not that bad, but it was the stress of dealing with the fallout of these two flights. Because if you can believe it, in a period of a very few amount of days, we had quite a lot going on. Yeah. Um, we had like, so one thing we missed, but luckily I found out when I was trying to fix this was that I had it insured, was I was meant to take my uh, my wife to see Les Miserables at the theater. Ah, that was supposed to be on Sunday at 2.30. That didn't happen because our Saturday flight got cancelled. Then what happened then? So then we were where I started to get nervous. So the Saturday flight got cancelled. Then we got rebooked to Sunday. The Sunday flight got cancelled. And both times were morning flights. So we were like, well, screw it. Let's just go and do the evening flight then. That one, funnily enough, worked. But it was evening Monday. And we were both like, if this doesn't work, we're in a world of trouble here. Because Tuesday, i.e. today, um, yeah, we had a load of house viewings today out in the Cotswolds. So, and there were houses that finally, you know, because we've been going back and forth in the Cotswolds, you know, each weekend for a while now. And, bro, if I tell you, we've looked at a lot of houses. Finally, it seems like we found something that we really, really, nice. really like. Nice. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I mean, we're most likely, you know, uh, do I have any wood? This is plywood. It'll do. Um you know, most likely we're going to put a, you know, an offer or two in tomorrow and we'll see how it plays out. Um, had a good, pretty good relationship with the estate, with the estate agent or realtor, if you're in the States. As um, opposed to your last realtor. Oh, he was a dickhead. Andrew from the Swindon branch. What a knob. <laughs> um, what a twat that man was. But no, look, we were worried that that flight was going to get missed and you also have to appreciate i'd only packed in a very very small suitcase for these few days so my my amount of underwear and my amount of t-shirts was really running low here yeah, yeah 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 you know i didn't have all of my heavy duty hardware so i couldn't do the maximum amount of work and bless my wife's grandparents because they're so welcoming but you know that feeling when you're staying in someone's house and even though they're like, don't worry, keep your feet up. It's like, yeah, but I don't but really. I can, but I won't. Like, yeah, I can't, yeah. I'm not, I can't relax. I can't. As much as you're telling me to, as much as it doesn't bother you, there's, there comes a point where hosting comes to an end and you know it. You know it. It's As welcoming as they are, you just feel like you're overstaying your welcome. Even Completely. though they not, it's just, yeah. 100 yeah. i really felt like i'd overstayed my welcome this time and I, I i never got that vibe from the grandparents it was just it's just the way you and me it's have been internal, raised yeah it's an internal wiring isn't it you just not, yeah just not comfortable anymore and you know i you know what i just wanted to get home i wanted to get to my bed i wanted to get to my fan i wanted to get to my tv i wanted to get to my ps5 i wanted to bang my wife <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just these things that you can't do when you're in the grandparents' house. It's like, yeah. Um, yeah. It, I'm glad to be back. I'm fucking glad to be back. I was really, it was one stage I was bracing myself. Oh, and another thing I had, she's out the room now, so I can say this. I had this because my wife's really into penguins. I have this amazing like 3D cake made for her birthday. Um, like it looks like a Nadelli penguin, like one of her favorite penguins, rose and pistachio flavored made by, funnily enough, you know, um, the great British Bake Off. Yeah. You know, they've got the professionals version, Bake Off the Professionals. Okay, I'm aware. I'm, I, oh, I, by the way, it's much better. It's so much better than Great British well, Bake Off. I've never watched a single episode. I'm aware of it. I've oh, it's like it. crack. <laughs> like when you start, you just are oh, hooked. All right. No, but the professionals, the, the, the amateurs one, it, 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 it's the gateway drug. The professionals one is like, blah, 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 blah. It, it, it's crack on crack. Um, but it was the winners of Bake Off the professionals this year that are making her cake. So it's oh, like, nice. It's 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 a proper. I mean, it did. It cost me a bit, but <laughs> I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to. No, ask. It, it wasn't cheap. It was, but it was more than Lemizirad tickets. Put it that way. <laughs> I, take it I take it you're not talking balcony when you say no. <laughs> <laughs> Front and center. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, this cake cost a fucking arm and a leg. But it'll make you happy. And it was getting to a stage where I was like, if we miss this Monday flight and then we get rebooked to Tuesday and we miss the Tuesday flight, I swear down we're going to miss the cake. I'm going to be pissed. But things turned out for the better, you know? But yeah, enough about my my, my travel dilemmas. Nice. Um, what's, what's new with you? Do you know, it's one of those weird, it just flew by weeks. And I, I can't say that in any other way. It was just like, hmm, we're here, we're here. Oh, we're back. And that was it, really. I just, I, I wish I had something really exciting or encouraging to say, and you know, words of motivation or something to make you want to be with AJ. It was literally just a, hey, that's a week. Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> sometimes good, sometimes maybe shit. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also decided I really hate and also love the internet at the moment. I love the internet because I get to chat with the screeners. And I get to experience things like Comic-Con, which we are going to talk about in a fucking moment, because wow. Um, but I've also decided I hate it, and I blame you. Me? <laughs> you. Of you course. and your fucking Instagram sharing shit. I hate you. I hate you so much. That's what I do. I have two I... minutes, but I have a laugh. Go. Which one now? No, both of them. The Jetsons and Flintstones thing. So that annoyed me. Okay. And I... You know I'm weird. I get fucking annoyed by the weirdest shit. Why to a level that it's just like, I, bro, I do not know. If I could explain to you why my brain is wired the way it is and why something as harmless as someone doing a, yo, so check this out. Did you know that the Flintstones and the Jetsons could actually be not just in the same world, but they're actually in the same timeline? I'm like, you're a cunt. I don't know why it annoys me, <laughs> but the word, but the two words, three words, actually, you are, no, mm, there's a word, it's a, <laughs> It's a letter. I'm going to allow myself that. You are. You're. No, here we go. You're. You're. Then you're, okay. you're yeah. If you go, you're, you are. You're off. Yeah. You're a cunt. Not you. The people who made this video. I, I, I had a feeling. And then you do the Star Wars thing to me. And the debate comes. And Nate Dum, who is the biggest fucking troll in our WhatsApp group. Like, he puts your brother to shame as far as trolling goes. He'll just prod and prod and prod and prod. And I'm like, 
am I still debating movies or am I just talking fallacy here? And I'm like, I hate you all. <laughs> I don't know why it annoys me so much. <laughs> oh, let me get this meme up because... I hate you. I hate you. I hate you so much for this. You want to share it to the group? Share it. Share it. Put it on screen right now. I'm going to get it. Just give me a second. I need to scroll. No, it's in. Upload it to the to the stream. Get it on. Oh, bloody hell, Nick. In in order to do... Do you know how much... Like, now if something from WhatsApp web... Oh, here we go. Here we go. See? Now, if you had Apple all around, you'd just be able to airdrop it to yourself and upload it. But I know mm. you're weird that way. Mm, okay. Mm. Would you like me to do it, considering it's really quick for me? Come again? Would you like me to do it, considering it's very quick for do me? It. Do it. Okay. You do it. You do that. As you were. Carry on. Let me just find this GIF. It was it a GIF or a meme? meme? It was a meme, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bear with me. Here we go. Is the meme. Let's download. Could you please fill the empty airspace while I, I'm doing I, this? You know, I'm, I'm being a mega troll. I'm just like typing hi to you to just fuck up your flow of... Um... No, no, no. I've already downloaded it, mate. Ah, so you're, you're pushed in. Right. Okay, guys. So it's basically, we'll go to the video first, where there was a theory that the Jetsons and the Flintstones were in the same time period, based on the fact that it's all to do with a nuclear reaction. Those in Jetson land are the high rich privileged, and those in Bedrock are those who are suffering. It was just a random theory. It wasn't something to be like, oh, mind blown. I agreed with you on the part of, well, someone... The dinosaurs. No, the dinosaurs I could get. I think Dan made a good point. We could have talked genetic mutation. Bullshit, but possible. However, your other part when you said the Jetsons Finstone film said, oh, we've traveled from the past or the future, that that shut shit down. That shut shit down. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. If it's been acknowledged and it's been said, it's been said. But you know what? It's it, it's and your this is what anno- it's I know your it's my wiring. wiring. It, it, bro, that's why people push more because you the triggering is triggered. Like to me, I'd be like, oh yeah, episode three, heap of shit. You, someone's like, I actually really appreciate it. It's like, whoa, how dare you? Stop the pod, right? We need to discuss this. You're a fucking idiot. How dare you? And that's yeah, I know. So people know how know. to just push the button. So here's the one again. So my question is, why do people choose to do this? <laughs> so here's the one. I'm why are people assholes? Because, because it's too easy, bro. It's too easy. If you don't make it's too it easy being an asshole, easy. I agree. Be a nice it's, person it, and listen. Yeah, it probably is, yeah. But if you were just more a bit subdued, everyone would like, oh, forget it. So here comes the meme that came today that I happened to catch at work, and I, I giggled. Stormtroopers don't have shitty aim. The peace-loving Empire always fires non-fatal and warning shots, whereas the warmongering rebels destroyed two massive space stations with millions on board. Pod Squad, that was for you, I read it, whereas Pod Squad and Live Squad had the chance to read it for themselves. I so, didn't answer initially. I'd just like this to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. I initially was like, I'm going to let this go because I know this is going to go into the realm of stupidity. and de- oh, We agree on that. Yeah, I'm here, bro. Yeah, you froze for a sec there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I believe, yeah, I... No, I did answer. I'm full of shit. I'm yeah. really... <laughs> I was going to say, it was you who went for it first. You kicked off and you were like, well... No, nah, it, it was... It was, it was... Nate, as I said, Nate the Troll, not your brother, other Nate. It was Nate the Troll. <laughs> Hashtag Empire did nothing wrong. And I was like, well, I can't let that one go. <laughs> and you said, except kill children. At which point, I, you... ha- I happened to jump in because I just happened to have an extra two seconds on my phone. Actually, I was waiting for a message from one of the sales team. And I was like, oh, hello, Nick's replied. 
And he goes, except kill children. At which point I couldn't help myself. I was like, well, he was still, I, my chronology, chronology of um, Revenge of the Sith was slightly off. So I was like, yeah, well, he was still Anakin Skywalker at the time he killed the kids. Oh, good Lord. What that done to poor old Nick. So much so. He wasn't. He wasn't Anakin anymore. He wasn't. The scene where he said, you shall be known as Darth Vader had already happened. Therefore, my point of the Empire did do something wrong. They ordered the killing of children is valid. How the fuck this turned into I'm wrong is beyond me. <laughs> no, but it was basic blood, like, piss take after that. It became Okay, I accept my chronology when I was like, but he was still Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, and I was like, but, yeah, but I'm sure you knew this. because I thought you were going to be like, but he had turned into it. I didn't think the name part had already been dropped at that point. I thought he was the charged Jedi. But as I said charged Jedi, I was taking the absolute piss. And I know Nate um, was just as bad. But you were into it, and you're like, is this what Star Wars has become to? And I was like, no, not Star Wars, just Revenge of the Sith. But yeah, it, it had you it had you wired. To a point that I was actually nearly belly laughing at work today. Shouldn't you're you? You're a dick. As I said, <laughs> I blame you. You, you, you. I blame you. <laughs> By the way, I think we need to set people straight, AJ. Shameless plug time. Uh, mixed memorabilia, what up, says, hold up, guys. AJ, you're on Instagram, but not Twitter. And Gavin Mann adds, AJ on Instagram, but not Twitter. That needs to be fixed. <laughs> so, plug away, plug away. So, AJ as an individual is used to, I used to be quite a tweet, Twitter head. It used to be. I was going to say, you're a keyboard warrior. Twitter's made for you. <laughs> Fuck you. No, 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 no. Listen, AJ, listen, listen. My, my throwing day, I've thrown, my gloves are throwing. Are pretty much down like I, you, you know who i used to be bro don't make me bring him back <laughs> but like pass so, the baton to your brother on that one my friend. Yeah, pretty much so um now my tweet game is pretty weak like it's there so i do try to host at mow news which is the ministry of wrestling page i try to get consistent but it's there yeah so if you do ever want to tweet me that's the one you could always drop me an inbox i will pick up and what have you um it doesn't have to be wrestling related if you do want to just chat shit about films i'm I'm there for it like yeah it's just under a wrestling banner um that that's the main page i've got i think i've still got the one aj i'd have to look because at one point i made it private and then you I'd should i mean i personally actually don't have my own twitter account either so i don't know why i'm throwing shade at you here no, but... No, no, but this is i used to have it but pre-screeners so that's there right? but yeah i just need to get into do you know what it is is that i see pictures and i can give news quickly where i need to like limit what my news is like and get the hashtags in i'm like I'm running around too much i don't have time for this and that's why Twitter's a bit a bit slower for me. But uh, yeah, I'm guys, by all means, at MOW News. And I will try and get the 1AJ up just in case you guys want to just discuss films a bit or give a nice little recommendation. I, I'm there. But yeah, again, it's not even personal Instagrams. They are... Nico does the films, I do the wrestling, and then we meet in the middle. <laughs> Nico has his own personal Instagram, but I use it very much for my actual job, which is photo, video, production, oh, yeah. that sort of stuff. My my problem um, is that as well as these stuff, I also try to have to handle the work, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and that. But yeah, it, it's a bit too much on the socials, so we'll see. But I, I'll I'll get some plugs out. Social media can eat up your life. There is no doubt about it. Billy Mount, hey Nico, am I late? By the way, AJ's here too. Um, <laughs> AJ, 
Hey, Billy. <laughs> I'll answer the question, Billy. No, you're just in time, Billy. Well, actually, that doing? depends. See, I wanted to put a little dirty spin on this. Hey, Nico, am I late? If it's Billy the man, no, you're right on time. If it's Billy the woman, I certainly hope not. And if you are, you want to talk to your boyfriend about that. Oh, just because he asks this every week. Think about it. Think about it. Am I late? Oh, oh, okay. There you go. You're with me. There we go. There we go. Okay. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Riri Thomas is in the house. Hello, Riri. Hey, great to be here. Hope you're both doing well. Breaking the fourth wall is very 50-50 with me. It can be utterly awful or it can work so well. Yes. I could agree. And there's another thing about it that I was very... Banter, Billy. I'm bantering. I'm a man. I know, I know, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just bantering you, bro. <laughs> I shut that shit down right now. <laughs> shut that shit down. <laughs> yeah. so, we need to talk about this. Billy, with a great question. What are your thoughts on Marvel announcement to San Diego Comic-Con? I love the fact that you're specifically saying Marvel because DC, dead. Dead. No one gave a fuck. They had so much opportunity. DC, all they Dwayne had to do booed, is... Man. Sorry? Dwayne got booed. Did he actually? Yeah. And, oh, did you hear about it? Because I think he said... No. Because they asked, like, who do you think would win between Black Adam and Superman? And he's like, well, hopefully we'll see. And it all depends on who's playing Superman. And they're like, oh, so you saying who's playing Superman isn't like a, a nugget to feed us that it's Henry Cavill. It means DC are looking for a new Superman. And apparently they booed the fuck out of it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned Superman because this is going to be my point. DC had one thing to do. And they could have stolen Comic-Con with it. Because Marvel, we'll get to that. But it wasn't earth-shattering other than the very last bit. But they, DC could have done one thing. Bring out Henry Cavill. Just let us know there's a Man of Steel 2 happening. And you've stolen Comic-Con. But no. But do they, can they do that yet? Can they do that yet? But why, why would DC do the logical thing? I mean, Jesus, tap dancing Christ. It's not like you're fucking... Oh, like, what 10 12 movies in now and you've done one really good one no 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 you're right you keep doing you 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 keep brandishing the rock around well done well done dc oh by the way could not give a fuck about black adam i'm calling it out it's going to be shit it is going to be shit they dropped that other trailer it looks dog shit i hate the aesthetic of this thing it looks like I don't I don't know who does their post-production at DC, but whoever's in charge of color grading. I'm not going to say that. No one should lose their job. They should revise what they're doing because so it's I, not very good. Zane had once sent me a meme. And depressed characters. Like, Come again? DC depressed characters. Yeah, it was that. It was like, no, why don't you like DC movies? And they're like, because it's too dark. And they're like, what do you mean? It's, you know, it's got some humor. No, no, no! It's too dark. It was yeah. literally it showed the color grading, so I don't, I don't even. It's awful. It's awful. And look, I'm not asking DC to do what they did in that um, theatrical release of of Justice League, where they went like, "Oh, let's go popcorn bubblegum." Is that? You have to fit the tone. There's something they're doing with their effects. They're they're trying to make it look gritty, and you know what it looks like? It feels like someone's gone into a photo editing suite and they've pushed like the the the, the in, industrial bar way up, and it's like it's not a good look. Tone the thought that's in my head. It sounds so stupid, but it's so real at the same time. They're trying to Tony Scott Avatar. So much. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you've got all the bright colors, and then you're just bringing this gritty tone yeah. to it, and it just doesn't balance. 
Yeah. But look, Marvel, they, they didn't do anything earth shattering until the very end. I mean, yeah, Feige came out. They confirmed that Black Panther is the end of phase four. Cool. We knew that. They confirmed that Guardians is coming in phase five. Cool. We knew that. We got a release date for Fantastic Four. That was cool. That was cool. But again, we knew it's coming. They remained purposefully coy about X-Men. We know it's coming, though. Um, I'll be real. I think Phase 4's been kind of dead. And Phase 5 doesn't have me that excited. Am I excited to see Fantastic Four? Sure. Am I excited to see the Guardians 3? Sort of. Because I wasn't overly mad about Guardians 2. Um and also, I wasn't a fan of James Gunn's Suicide Squad. So he's 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 in three movies. He's had two so-sos for me. Which Do you is know what someone said? And this comes back to this whole thing of what I've said about how deep you can go while keeping people intrigued, right? I've seen a meme recently, and I, if I had it because I knew this discussion was coming, I would have, I'd have brought it up. But the conversation is, since Endgame mm. was finished... All Marvel movies feel like when you've completed a game and you're just doing the side quests. Until like, they made their last announcement. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is you're talking about Phase 4. Now, where Phase 4 is going to end, it's a complete side quest. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. not... It's There's nothing that's been... Well, they're, they're having to rebuild the Avengers, essentially, because there are no Avengers there. Yeah, there's but, one guy, you know, Thor's you know, there. You know, yeah, yeah, but bro, do you know the sad bit about that? And more and more, you can see it is looking young Avengers-like, right? And I'm not It's not happening. Guy. Not happening. But everyone's got a kid. Everyone, it's a kid in each one. Do you know what I mean? Short of Captain Amer Captain America, right? That all of them have got a younger. No, he just went black. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't even get into what that means. <laughs> Everyone has a kid. Captain America has a black guy. That's a kid. Like where we go with it? I don't know. But like the long story of it is like, what is it that's actually? It's like if you look at Phase One. Yeah. Now, yes, it was more established names. It built towards something. Give mm. me something that's going to start to connect this world together. Because there's nothing there. And enter their last announcement. This is the thing. Is that the whole thing was very bland until Feige got on the mic. Yes, Billy Mountain. Yeah, they've announced the new Daredevil series. Which is interesting. Because until now, the series have always been six episodes. This thing's 18. So Ooh. that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. They gave us a release date for Blade. That was interesting. Um, but, 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 but then Feige got on the mic after confirming phase four had ended, whatever the black Panther trailer actually looks quite good. Um, I'll give it its dues. It looks good. Then he showed phase five. I think there's still too much emphasis being done on Disney plus. I, I couldn't give a fuck about an echo series. Loki season two, meh. It was the very last thing he said. So there's two other Avengers movies coming at the end of phase six. The first one, you know, enter Kang and all that. Yeah, cool. Kang the Conqueror, up for all that. The thing I never thought I would live to see. Infinity War was tangible. Secret Wars is coming. I mean... What the fuck? <laughs> Are you familiar with the Secret Wars storyline? Not too well, if I'm honest. Okay, Not let me give well. you guys a very... 
this is not spoilers. This is ancient history at this point. Yeah, I'm only telling you what happened in the comic book. And this will then probably make sense to why you heard me saying to Big Tone, I don't think this is doable on film. They're going to try. But where Endgame had its problems with some characters being underserved, this is really going to have its problems with characters being underserved. You have no fucking clue how bad this one's going to be in terms of like, there's so much going on in Secret Wars. I don't know how you can fit it on. Okay. So, the Malevolent Force, more powerful than Thanos, more powerful than Galactus, the Beyonder. Yes, I'm aware of the Beyonder. We're aware of the Beyonder. So, he decides to, <laughs> jokes, assemble every single Marvel hero and every single Marvel villain and put them on a battle planet. And basically goes full Ken Watanabe and Godzilla and basically says, let them fight. Now, let me break down who these teams are made up of. On the good side, you've got all the OG Avengers other than Tony Stark. That's why I was saying to Big Tony, like, you don't need to bring Tony back. It's not even in the story for Tony being there. Iron Man is Rhodes. Okay. That's now should explain that comment of Tony doesn't need to come back. All the X-Men are there. Like, all of them. All of the sort of backup dancers, like your Shang-Chi's, and I hate to call him a backup dancer, but that's how he's been presented. Doctor Strange is there. Spider-Man is there. And the Fantastic Four are there. That's just on the good side. Okay? Now on the villain side, pretty sure Thanos wasn't there. Weirdly, now here's the interesting catalyst. Magneto, he put he, they placed on the good side. That was the thing that made people go, the fuck? Um, on the bad side, you have my guy, Ultron. You've got Doctor Doom. You've got Venom. You've got all of the X-Men villains. And I mean all of them. <laughs> like, that, that's a shitload. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's insane. Now, the big thing is, like, when Magneto appears on the good side, it's like, the fuck is he doing here? And Charles tries to convince everyone that he's good. Spider-Man overhears it, but only hears a chunk of it and thinks that the X-Men are plotting to, you know, disassemble all of the good guys. And this is why I'm such a Spider-Man, Mark. Spider-Man single-handedly whoops the ass of the entire X-Men. Like, he fucks them up. Like, every, the whole X-Men, he fucks them up. And then as he's running to tell Reed Richards what happened, uh, Professor X says the whole, you know, Jedi mind trick on him. <laughs> um, so Spider-Man gets sidelined. Now, the big thing that happens is that Doctor Doom is, is, is essentially manipulating everyone on the villain side to do the attacking as and when he wants, while keeping Ultron very closely under his wing, using him as a pawn. And then at one point, at the moment of choosing, he sends Ultron into battle, making the Beyonder look that way, and he comes that way and tries to claim the beyonders powers turning him into ultimate doom this is so fucking geeky i can't tell you and bro aj i'm giving you a fucking condensed version of this like this is bro, I, this this came before crisis on infinite earths this was the this came before the infinity gauntlet this story was the first ever mass gathering of heroes ever in comics, DC, Marvel, anywhere. This is the original story. 
I'm not saying it has to be that big, though. That's the only thing. It doesn't have to be that big. Obviously, you can condense it and create your own secret walls. You get what I'm saying? So that's the part where it's like it could be condensed. But still, you're not giving me anyone to give a fuck about. Do you understand? Legitimately, it's not that. Like, what are we, What am I getting gas for? Like, you know, before, it was like, oh, it's Iron Man, it's this and the other. Like, you've given me decent films, but what am I getting excited for? When the Fantastic Four and X-Men come, it'll make sense. We'll see. Well, we can only but hope. But even then, we're going to get excited for that and then be like, oh my God, look, the Secret Wars. We've got the Fantastic Four. We've got four. We've got the Guardians. We've got the X-Men. And Shang-Chi and the Eternals. Captain America's there. I said all the OG Avengers are there. Hulk, Cap, Iron Man, although he's not Tony Stark. They're all there. Uh, also, as Dendertech rightfully said, this is also where Spider-Man, for the first time ever in comic history, gets his black suit. This is, this is the real story. Okay, uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's madness, bro. Listen, it's I'm utter not, I'm madness. Not turning my back on comic book movies, but yeah. No, Phase Four's been dead. Yeah. Phase Four and Phase Four has been specifically dead. One because of the mis uh, the, the mismanagement of Black Widow, which shouldn't have been in this phase. Two, because, listen, the series are not that good. WandaVision was fantastic. Miss Marvel has been a breath of fresh air. The others, even Moon Knight, who I really like, are like, eh? We'll see. We'll see. Let's see what comes up. Let's see what comes up. Derek's here. What's going on, Nico? Hello, Derek. We have got My Name is Not Earl, Trading Places, starring Eddie Murphy. That is a good choice. Dan the Tech is obviously here, as I said. Uh, Gavin Man, thank you for the update. England 2 0 up. So, yep, that's them in the final. Uh, women's Euro, in case you're wondering. But yeah, you see how. Now, based on what I've just said to you, AJ, does the conversation I had with Big Tone now in the group make sense? It's like. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. I kind of just gave up because it became a very one mano a mano conversation and i was like I, I don't have the time to find out what this war is about to then get excited and kang i found very irritating at the end of loki so yes um something for me to get excited about either it is what it is yeah, yeah. i think they're punching too hard with secret wars that's my honest opinion i've never not trusted kevin feige i think this is a bridge too far I still think you could have made this Infinity Saga level and just have Galactus as the main villain. Oh, he's in it too. He's one of the other villains. Like, <laughs> if you didn't have another fucking villain, Galactus is in there too. It's it's ridiculous. It's insane how big this 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 story is. Like, I I I, I they're not going to pull it off it, using Endgame as evidence where they had less characters and some in characters were still backup dancers. <laughs> they're not going to pull this off i'll be interested to see how they manage not pulling it off and still manage to entertain us but they're not going to pull off the comic line no way no as way. you've always said it's a universe of its own so it doesn't have to follow yes the rules. correct 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 as long as as den the tech hits he says as long as we get god doom which is like the main point of secret wars then we're all good um and last one aj what do we think of the she-hulk trailer i liked it I I don't have a beef with it. I don't have any major beef with it. It's it's there. It looks looks fun. 
Like, it's not amazing. Like, oh my God, it's going to be like groundbreaking. It just looks fun. But I think people hating on the CG. I'm like, well, shit. it's a TV show. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to pump everything into it. But then again, you look at fucking Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings trailers and they say, oh, some money went into this. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where all your resources go to, whereas Disney have got millions of different <laughs> avenues and streams. You like, True yeah. story. True story. It is, it is what it is. I agree with them. Secret Wars will be like Civil War, a letdown. I completely agree. I completely, completely agree. I cannot see them pulling this off. We'll see. Good we'll luck. See. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck to them. Moving on. Should we talk about fourth wall breaks? There we go. There we go. Let's do this. Let's do this. 32 minutes. 33 minutes. Had to be done, man. It's Comic Con week. Yeah, bro, I'm not, I have no beef with this. I have no beef with it. Right. Who's first this week, by the way? Is it me? Yes, I believe it is. Okay, cool. I can go I first. That's fine. That's fine. I can rock with first. So before, uh, before you do go, would you like to tell everyone what the show's all about? Basically, it's a top 10 show between two best friends from school coming up for... Jesus, fuck AJ. We're 20 years friends now. This year. Mm -hmm. 20 mm -hmm. years. This year. 20 years. This. Wow. Happy anniversary, bro. Is it 20 or 21? 20. 15. It's uh, uh, quatrième, wasn't it? No, but do you know what I'm thinking this? Yeah. I mean, it's thirsty if you want to talk the time where you thought your I was beating up your sister when she was beating me up. Well, we could get into that story. I'm not going to bring it up right now. But <laughs> the reason I'm doing this, right, and I'll tell you why. So I've been checking my shit on, like, the wrestling, and I realized that Brock versus The Rock is 20 years old this year. I know. Whereas I know. we were talking in 2001 about the SummerSlam that was your favorite. So do you see what I'm saying in terms of numbers? So it's 22 years then, because that was SummerSlam 2000. That was 2002. No, my favorite SummerSlam was SummerSlam 2000. Well, there we go. And I introduced you to WWE, so we're at 22. 22 years. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically, it's a top 10 show between two best friends from school from 22 years. There you go. There we go. How does the show work? AJ and I get assigned a topic. We go our separate ways. We come right back here into recording, whether it be on YouTube or on podcast, movie Mount, uh, Silver Screen Dudes on YouTube, Movie Mount Rushmore on every single podcast platform. Um, and we break down our individual top 10 list. This week, I will go first delivering my bottom three. AJ will then deliver his bottom three. I will deliver my next two. AJ will deliver his next two. Then we will trade one apiece. If at any time while we are rounding off our individual top 10 lists, one person has a movie in a high position, that person will say... <laughs> And we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the higher position. Once we have both rounded off our individual top tens, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of the genre, which this week is... Movies that break the fourth wall. But guys, you know what happens after me and Nico um, will create the movie Mount Rushmore, the four quintessential movies that must be seen of this specific genre? The challenge gets even harder because you, the screeners, whether you're on Pod Squad, Vod Squad or Life Squad have to head on over to at Movie MT Rushmore, but more importantly, at Movie Polls for You. That is the page of We Love Movies, headed by good old JT, who we love to the end of this earth. And that's where you get to vote for those four films to crown El Capitan, El Numero Uno, the best of the best of the best of the best. And to quote Highlander, in the end, there can be only one. So last week, our topic was. Last week, our topic was best movie set on a Boat, excluding Jaws, Titanic, and Pirates of the Caribbean, and our contenders were Captain Phillips, Life of Pi, Anaconda, Master and Commander. Take it away. In at number four, Master and Commander. No. Oh, okay. Anaconda. Yes. Okay. Cool. Anaconda came in at fourth with thirteen percent. 
Fair enough. Um, hence, you know my, hence my no, like anacondas on this list. Come on. Oh, like, you know what? I was at that point, like people might have just seen it for the crazy fun that it was, but there we it go. It is crazy fun. Well, there we go. That's why you might appreciate it and just let it go further. I and agree with three. you. Master and Commander. No, sir. Oh, shit. Life of Pi. Yes, sir. Life of Pi got 17%. I'm shocked because it had a lot of love last week. It had a lot of love last week. Interesting. It's only because this film bored me. I'm going to go for it once again. In at number two, Master and Commander. No, sir. In at number two was Captain Phillips with 27%. And in at number one, bro, storming Demolishing it. everyone. Demolishing it. Master and Commander got 43% of the vote. So you know the funny thing? I was talking to James about like the, the topic and stuff like that. And we were going through certain films. And we were talking about Russell Crowe. And we were talking about him in four. And I was like, mm. I couldn't get back into Master and Commander trying to watch it again. And I can have a complete blank of this film for some reason. And he did have this theory that, you know, maybe you just have to be in the right Russell Crowe mood. Which I think might have been my you problem do. this time around. And I think that's the problem. So I will give this film a second shot. Or a third shot. Because I'm completely But yeah. Oh, well done. Well yeah. done. So that's it, guys. That's the show. <laughs> no, but this is how the show works. It's a top 10 show. As I said, it's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. You can tune in live. That makes you live squad. You can tune in after the video has gone live on YouTube, your pod squad. You can tune in on the podcast, your pod squad. No matter where you tune in, guys, we do try to bring you this content every single week. I mean, shit, I even did it for my grandparents-in-law's study last week just to make sure that we're bringing you the episodes. And if we're coming up to episode 200, it will always remain free. But if you do like us and you want to support the channel, it will always be reinvested. You can head on over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie dudes. The link to that is in the description below, whether you're on video or podcast. And literally, and I mean literally, for less than the price of your daily Starbucks, for as little as two English pounds, you can support the movie Mount Rushmore all the money you support does not get into our pocket. It gets invested back into the channel, back into the show. And we're going to be buying better equipment, better software, just to make sure that the entertainment value we're bringing you just keeps getting better and better and better and better. That's the one. Right. In at number 10. In at number 10. Um, I've done my list in a kind of a flip way this week because there's a few movies. Well, there's one movie I've seen for the first time. Um which I'm very happy about. There's a few which I think break the fourth wall more importantly than my bottom four, but my bottom four as movies are better movies. I get you. So it depends which way you flip this. I've been true to the list and I've focused on the fourth wall stuff. So in at number 10, it's an amazing movie, but there's only one fourth wall scene in it. There it is a very good scene. Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Cool. I didn't put it on. You um, didn't put it on? No. Um, gosh, to be honest, I've got the four fourth break. But <laughs> hold on. Does, correct me from just remind me on this. Because mm. this was a, a, a discussion I kind of, well, a, a research I kind of went into. Does he directly talk to the camera or is it just staring into it- the camera? little bit of a cheat there's definitely something to so here's the thing there's another movie coming up my number seven specifically where the character is looking at the camera but he's not talking to the audience if that makes sense 
what Hitchcock did with Psycho is it kind of stayed a little bit ambivalent. Is that is he talking to the audience as a narrator, telling us the machinations of his mind, or is he talking to himself and this we're just privy to that which isn't fourth wall, it's fly on the wall? It, it both I think are correct. There's not a right and wrong, which is why it's my number 10. It's a little bit ambivalent. Do you know one that came in? Do you have old, old, old school at all in your list? How old are we talking? 1930, possibly older. Oh, no. Silent movie. Okay. Um, Great Train Robbery, I thought, was one that kind of came into my head. You know, do you Great Train with Buster, Buster Keaton. Was he? I don't think he's in it, but it's the one where the guy shoots the, the gun at the screen at the end. I'm sure we both seen it when we were doing the old school films. I don't think for the sake of entertainment, I'd be happy to have that on the list. It's a nice I one. I wasn't, then I, not there was a big it it's like a 13 minute film. I think you can even find it on Google. Uh, on YouTube, sorry. But then came this part when I was like researching I was like, is that technically breaking the fourth wall? And they were like, I think there was another film that they talked about where a train comes towards you or stuff like that. And they're like, well Bond shoots Bond shoots towards the screen at That's the not a fourth wall film. break. Is he fourth wall breaking? I was like, no, well, he's no. not He's not because the blood's trickling, so 100% not. He's shot someone, it's not us. So yeah, look, there's, a, there's a very distinctive line between fly on the wall and fourth wall for me. Yeah, like, yeah, and this is this is the fourth wall part. is when the character is speaking to the audience specifically, not when it's looking at the camera and the camera is think of Jaws shark vision, you're seeing things through the shark's eyes, right. Sometimes the camera works in a way that the character is talking to the camera and you, the audience, are seeing things through another character's eyes versus when you're actually yeah, being that spoken. I agree with that. I 100% agree with. And I also try to very much avoid narration over full fall breaking, even though it's a slim line. I try, try to limit that. Um, yeah. I'll come back to that narration point. Um, Listen, I know what you mean. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the last scene of Psycho I'm referring to for Pod Squad. We're talking about when Norman Bates is looking directly at the camera, talking about how he wouldn't hurt a fly. It's incredible. It's chilling. It's yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, my number nine. Get your finger ready on the punt. Mm -hmm. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Punt. Cool. Yeah. Uh, my number eight, get your finger ready on the punt. Um, Goodfellas. Punt. So over to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So my number 10 is a bit of a weird one. Right? Talk to me. Because this one is old school and I can't remember the year. But I've not seen the original. I've seen a recreation of what they led it to believe because it's actually lost footage. Yeah, there we are. It's a lost film. Um, a French film, apparently, called Men Who Have Made Love to Me, which is an I, Mary McLean film, book, but also translated into a, um, recreated into a film. And I've seen the recreation of it because it's a lost film. I tried hard. I was like, I must be able to find it somewhere. I was like, no, if it's not archived anyway, how the fuck do you expect Google to have it? Like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but while Googling it, Google in it, not Googling it, um... IMDb popped up with this recreation of, I think people were talking, I think there's like a documentary of this film and it's basically, they've recreated a 
version of what they understood it to look like. So they've they've made it a silent movie again. They've made it in black and white. And it's the story of a lady. And apparently it would have been, had this film still been around, the first ever breaking of the fourth world. And it's basically a feminist who's writing a book. But in this film, she talks about the various lovers she's had along the way. It's six different lovers. And between each story, she will then have a cigarette, sit down on her couch, and talks directly to the screen. Now, you see her talking, obviously, being a silent movie, the words then pop up after in true silent movie form. But I thought it was a quite an interesting one to, to bring up. Original, sadly not, but that is the first, essentially, silent movie. Um, Breaking the 4-4 movie. That was up. That's pretty fucking incredible, mate. Nice yeah. pull. Thank you um, very much. I want to interrupt the show for a quick moment. Gavin Mann just commented something here, and I've uh, had to do a quick look. You know, it's it's ironic considering you just punted me on Goodfellas. Paul Sorvino's just died. Um, oh shit. Hold on. Did he die yesterday? I think he may have passed yesterday. Okay, Which is well, even wrong. We still need to acknowledge him. I so think yeah. We need to acknowledge him. Yeah. yeah. Paul Sorvino. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I'll tell you this. The world Bro, that's two good fellas actors gone in one the space of a few months. Bro, it's just sad as hell. It's 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 not right. It's not right. The, the, the world. You told me right. like a few years ago that Robert De Niro would survive. Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci would survive Ray Liotta. Do you know? Wow. Obviously, I've pun- I've punted the film, so it's not a thing. I was thinking that when I was putting up the poster. Yeah, I was like, hold on, hold on. Who would have ever thought that Ray Liotta would have been the first one got? You wouldn't. Have, you just wouldn't have. It, yeah, it's weird. It's sad. It's weird. It's, it just shows how unpredictable life is. He was brilliant in Goodfellas. Let, do you know what? Let's save it till we talk about Goodfellas later, but we'll come back to Paul Sorvino. It's tragic, of course. Uh, Mixed memorabilia showing you a lot of love for what you've just said, though. Absolutely brilliant, AJ. It's a movie made in 1917 and people who made love to her. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, again, just so the way I've done it was Google. The, the name of the film went into videos, and then you'll see an IMDb one. And it's got a recreation, and I was I was quite, yeah, I was I was quite. I think that's that. the oldest movie you've ever pulled on this, in the Rushmore, 1917. I don't think you've ever gone older than that. Hold on, Nosferatu. Nosferatu's 90, yeah, 24, and mm-hmm. the, the 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 Moon Travel film. How old was that? What year? Did you pull the Moon? I, moon I was mine. No, you pulled it up too. Ah, then no, nothing's going to top that. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen oh three, I believe that is. Right, that, that's that's mad, isn't it? Absolutely, <laughs> that's insane. Jesus, yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> you think how time goes by? It's absolutely insane. Cinema history with the silver screen dudes. Indeed, indeed. Right in at number nine, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Okay, and. Cool. Finally First saw time. it. Mm-hmm. First time in it. Hey, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well done. Well finally done. saw it. Finally, in finally. At number eight, in at number eight is the it's the film about breaking the fourth wall. So there, there was no way I wasn't gonna bring it in this time. And I've brought it in many times before. It's cheesy, it's fun. It's last action hero. The last action hero. And not have this film, can you? Like it's it's a film about a boy who enters the film world. It, he broke the fourth wall. Like where they break the fourth wall, the viewer has actually entered the fourth wall. Then there is a bit of breaking the fourth wall later on near the end of the film. And I just thought it was 
golden. There's no you, way I can't bring it up. By the way, could include this movie for a list we've got coming up, just so you know. Uh, fair enough. Actors, actors who play themselves. Oh, well, yeah, there is that. There is that, yeah. Arnie literally sees himself in the movie. <laughs> I'm aware of this, yeah. Yeah, no, so I was thinking, like, another one. I was like, well, it is a satisfying ending. But yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> if you wish, Nick. I mean, it's not that great, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so we are talking about the, the story of a young boy who's given a golden ticket and enters into the world. Because I got a golden ticket, not that golden ticket. Yeah, exactly, it's not that golden <laughs> ticket. And he enters the world of his favourite film. and Literally, a film that acknowledges all the tropes of action movies of the 90s, this film does it, and how everything is so predictable. And, you know, it, it, it it's the weird breaking of the fourth wall when he even reveals the relationship between Arnie and the captain. And it's like, you promised me you wouldn't tell anyone about this. I didn't tell him. And, it, you know, it just, yeah. It's weird how it's to enter your favourite film and then that acknowledgement of what... It's kind of similar to, like, your your, your, your Buzz Lightyear when you realise that you're not who you thought you were and you're nothing but... Uh, Created. Did you see Lightyear, by the way? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you. Remember Great, I isn't you. it? Love yeah, socks. I... Man, socks was socks for the win. <laughs> of course, you but love yeah. socks, don't you? Yeah. Bro, that fucking montage of him going back and forth through the time space continuum. <sighs> when you, do you know what? I remember it because I remember it got to a point in like, I remember you said it, it got you emotional. And I was like, this this has to be it. This has to be it. But I, I was able to hold it. And what no, I love about I broke. Tank, it got me. It what I love about that was the cry scene. Is when, you, when it happens in the film, Tam doesn't just let it be. She always gives me a slight little nudge on my arm. And I look and I see her. And she's like, <laughs> and she, she looks at me because I'm, I'm just like, I know, baby, it's sad. And she's like, have you no heart? Why do you never cry? Like, it just doesn't happen. But give me Crash and I'll be sorry. I was about to say, give him a fucking <laughs> invisibility cloak and he's there. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that 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 was a great film. That, it was a great film. It was a great film. But Last Action Hero had to be done because it was breaking the fourth wall for me. As Gavin Mann says, Last Action Hero is a meta fourth wall break. Um, makes me memorabilia. My apologies. I yes, didn't bring is. up this yeah. comment from you earlier. A film that breaks the fourth wall all the way through the entire film is called I Am a Sex Addict, directed by Kava Zahedi. I'm imagining with a name like that, it's an Israeli film, yes? Quite potentially. Kava Zahedi. I Am a Sex Addict. <gasps> Based on the title, I'm not sure I want that to be a fourth wall break. It's like Herogasm in The Boys. You just don't want that to be a fourth wall break. Listen, listen I've just had to type in to get a poster. Men who made love to me, right? There are certain things you don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are certain things you don't want, but for the best of the film, you have to. <laughs> oh, God. Thank, God. Thank God it was clean. Thank God it was clean. Was but, it actually? Um, I'm so surprised. Thankfully. But again, like, yeah. Actually, there must have been some weird images when you were searching for that image. You know what? It didn't. I, I, it legit didn't. What are you using? I want to try this. Men <laughs> who made love. Careful, bro. To... The penis may get you. This is well, I kind of I'm anticipating a penis getting here. I'm just trying to understand why the pe oh my god, the penis. I'm <laughs> so many dicks. <laughs> it's so much penis. I might have oh, to get the word exactly correct because <laughs> when I got it, I didn't get it. <laughs> 
Fuck it, I'm gonna ruin our list. I'm sure Deadpool is on our list, right? But <laughs> I wish I could. I'm not gonna do it because we'll be like instantly Bang, taken instantly. down. We're blocking instantly. the port. We're blocking the port but today. On, on port. my search engine here, I've got like you know how when you click on images in Google, you get like the rows of images. Yeah, I've got penis, penis, and in between the penis, I've got Deadpool going. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant absolute gold <laughs> oh you can't make that shit up um whew. anyway over to you sorry right um so that why does the name. penis get me and not you bro i i typed in the, the, the exact name and i suppose that's what should the penis is. got me be part of the new youtube banner i know you do you know what it is though putting it up just kind of makes the show very R. I mean, it's not exactly clean anyway, but it becomes R rated. It might turn some people off. Certain sponsors are going to be like, what the fuck is that about? I'm just thinking of like, you know, putting a penis in a very, very, not not a actual penis. I mean, the actual wording, the penis got me in like a very, very, very low opacity so that, you know, super fans like Gavin will look at the banner and go, haha, I get that reference. <laughs> this is a show for you us know what? If we put fans that, and movie oh, fans oh, and the oh, family. The star, star, star got me. I think I could work with. How about it, it got me? Huh? The mm got me? Or yeah. just it got me? No, the, the mm got me. It needs to be the. Got me. The. The in capitals for you. <laughs> the. <laughs> it's it's Jeopardy, motherfucker. It gets <laughs> us both. <laughs> Done. There we are. Right. In at number seven. Oh no, that's it. Ten nine eight. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Gavin. To add to your film, uh, a lot of films wait till the end to break the fourth wall. Some dog millionaire behind the candelabra. Toy Story two, Sunset Boulevard, Bernie and the Genie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Psycho, Goodfellas. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, so that was your ten nine eight, yeah. Yeah. Cool. My number seven. Uh, so you mentioned narrator earlier. Mm. Mm -hmm. Fight Club. Um. That's your number seven, yeah? Yes, sir. It's in the same bracket, right? It's my number six. Okay. Cool. Let's talk. So here we go. I nearly omitted Fight Club. Because, because of the scene where Tyler Durden's talking down to the guy saying, do not fuck with us, right? Well, do you know what? Do you know what saves? Do you know what saves it? And it's the part that keeps reminding me of then. It's when you know he's, um, when you find out Tyler's night job. When you find out that Tyler is a... Then what's your film title again? The guy who puts the films together in the cinema. They the directly tech. talk to you. Huh? It's tech. tech. But it's a cinematographist or something like that. I can't remember the exact word. Projectionist. Projectionist. That's the one. Thank you. I was blanking there. Cinematographist. I love you sometimes, AJ. Listen, I don't <laughs> see the cinema and I'm like, it's ist. I know it's something. But yeah, here we go. Yeah, when you're the projectionist part, that is a direct talking to you. They actually break the fourth wall at that point. Yes. And that's what saved it. Everything else just felt There's like one it other. Was... There's one other. When, you know, when the screen goes all like jittery on, yeah. the, on the sides here, when Tyler's talking to us going, we are in the night. We, I can't remember his exact wording, but we are the people who clean your cars. We're the people who wash your shoes. No, 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 no. And the camera's shaking. He's talking directly to the audience there. Yeah. Yeah. So there are two scenes, but it's it is that scene in when he's when he's narrating just before Tyler goes beep the burn mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
that's the part that I was like, because I'm like, otherwise we're talking, which is another list, awesome list, and will be coming up in future episodes. Film Fly on the Wall. What, what was that? Sorry, films with a narrator. Is that not another episode we talked about? Oh, I'd love to do something like that. Yeah, that that's all kinds of awesome. Like it's it's a list of its own. And that's number one, Sin City. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I can understand that. There are there are many films in there that could work, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, Fight Club, Fight Club. <laughs> where, where, where does one start with Fight Club? But uh, you don't talk about Fight Club. Well, that, that I've I've shared this before, haven't I? About the student who got a full the uni student who got a full pass mark. Yeah, yeah. If you told me the story, it's fucking great. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a short story, guys. But film student in uni has to write an essay on a film. He says. Fight Club, first of all about Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club. Teacher gives them an A. Like, very brave, not every teacher would give it to you, so don't do it again. But yeah, well played. And that, that's essentially it, yeah. So it's about the insomniac who creates a Fight Club after he meets Tyler Durden, the soap seller, who's also a projectionist, and the rest ensues because Project Mayhem is a madness. <laughs> this is literally the best way I could do it without spoiling it if you haven't seen the film. I mean, I think if people were going to see Fight Club at this point, they would have seen it. Everything's new to somebody. Everything's new to somebody. And that's why I'm always a bit hesitant in stuff. You know, I mean, there is going to be an episode that's heavily spoiler. <laughs> you know, if it's like your favorite ending, surprising death, like, yes, it's there. If you can skirm around it, you can skim around it. And that's what I'm trying to do here. With Fight Club. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. okay. I mean, let's move on. Fight Club, we have spoken about so many fucking times on the show. This is what I'm saying. My big hit is I'm keeping him at the bottom. So now I can talk about some of the other shit. Cool. Right. And at number six was my punt from earlier. Wayne's World, part of time. Excellent. Bro, I cannot believe how much fun I had with this movie. <laughs> no, we all this crazy fun. It's stupid fun. This is one of those bits where me and the missus, like, I, I like those moments where I get the little tapage that I'm crying. I hate the, uh, not hate, but I just don't understand the other side of her that's like, oh, me and my mum went to see Wayne's World when we were younger. Hated it so much we walked out. I'm like, who walks out of Wayne's World? <laughs> Wayne's World is crazy. It's stupid, but it's absolute fun. It's crazy. It's fun. so stupid, but it, oh, it it's not one of those movies. Do you know what? It's stupid without being obnoxiously stupid. It's stupid without being Will Ferrell stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's stupid in a charming and endearing in a charming and endearing way, not in a Santa way. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's and it's got stuff to say. And do you know, weirdly, in the YouTube age that we're living in now, Bro, do you remember I said this to you when I was Ooh. talking about it before? I was like, how Wayne's World feels. I think, especially when we were in the hut, I was like, Wayne's World is like a mirror of the shit we do. It really is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, cable, call us, we're here. Like, <laughs> exactly. But when exactly. you've got, but you never told me Rob Lowe was in this. I love Rob Lowe. Do you know what? Again, it, it, I can't, I couldn't remember at that time. Like, it, yeah. Now that you say, I'm like, oh yeah, Rob Lowe. <laughs> fucking, I don't know why. I fucking love Rob Lowe. <laughs> I, I, I wish <laughs> that I had a bigger career. I fucking love Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is like a shit Sam Rockwell. <laughs> I love you. 
<laughs> he really is. Like, I really like Rob Lowe. Like, whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, cool, Rob Lowe. I'm happy now. It's, it makes me happy. I don't know why. But in the number one of things that make me happy, Rob Lowe. Um, oh, man. No, do you know? It's, it's stupid but charming, right? It's stupid but charming. It's two dickheads running this 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 weird show. I don't even fully know what the show is about. Even having watched it now, I couldn't <laughs> tell you what is this show actually about. I think it's a music-based show, but in the same breath, it's not. It never tells you. Did you notice this? Because I actually finished watching it, and I was like, what was the show? They never... Okay. <laughs> That's kind of one of the things which I thought, you know what? Yeah, it's endearing and charming and stupid in an endearing and charming way. It's actually clever because it's self-referential without ever referencing what it's referencing. And this I was like... very good point. This is a very good point. It's like, you know, you're talking about the, the Great Fourth Wall Breaks with the sponsorships. Like, oh, I'd never sell out Pizza Hut. I'm like, that is fucking brilliant. You know, and it's this and Pepsi and Doritos. I'm like, this is meta because by actually having these things in the movie, you've gained money to well, make my, the movie to mock this. I was like, this is well done. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's that type of shit which Will Ferrell wouldn't be able to wrap his little curly pubed haired brain around. Um, but. <laughs> It's true though. He looks like a he, he. Will Ferrell's head reminds me of Mr. Chow from The Hangover too. You know, a tiny little penis head, lots and lots of pubic curls on his head. You know, he looks like a he looks like a, a you know a teeny teeny weeny little penis that hasn't poked out properly. Um, but yeah, look, it, what's the show about? You never know. Do you know, do you know the you funny thing? You never know. All you, you know have the on the show about? are their guests, and they constantly banter and slash their guests. But what's the show actually about? You never know. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. And each time when they're going out in the club or in the streets, like, oh yeah, you're you're Wayne, blah blah. For you, you host that show, Wayne's World about cut. They never tell you. I'm like, <laughs> that's a good damn point. I've always refer referenced it to music just because they kind of <laughs> yeah, you know, he and, slays and in the beginning the, and the Bohemian Rhapsody and all that. But yeah. Yes, point. you can tell they're headbangers and they're rock and rollers yeah, and metal mean guys. Has to be about that. That's not what the show's about. Why the fuck are they having guys on talking about video games on their show? The show is not about music. Do, do you remember I, I once pitched the idea to you of the multi dude, where we talk all things in one, like the summary show? That's exactly what Wayne's World is. It's, it's anything and everything. It's the Graham Norton show. You could be a comedian. You could be a singer. You could be an actor. I. Love this film. Good. And I was so worried walking into it. I was like, I know it's meant to be iconic, but it's iconic for the 80s. The 80s? Is Wayne's World 80s? Mm. No. Mm. It's early 90s. I know Wayne's World too, Oh, bro, we're no. putting it straws. If it's early 90s, it's like 90 or 91 at a push 92. It cannot be later than that. 92. Yeah. Yeah. And I've pushed well too, like you could still smell the kind of afterburn of the 80s on this movie. Yeah. Like, bro, 1992 kind of fits into that Super Mario meme. What you think Mario looked like yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, versus yeah, yeah. what Mario. The 90s was a while ago now, brother. Bro, I know. I know this. Yeah. I know this. This is what I'm saying. Like, oh, oh my God. What? 
What? Wingfield is going to be celebrating its like landmark birthday soon. Like it may have happened. Big three zero. Yeah. I think it's time for a throwback Thursday. <laughs> like, literally, twenty um, second of May. Fucking hell, Wayne's World is officially thirty years old. Wow, you see what I'm saying? So it's got thirty years on it, and I'm like, I know it's iconic, but it's a product it could, of its time. And reason. when you haven't been around to experience a product of its time in its time, it doesn't always work out well. I agree. You're you're a living example of that. Star Wars Episode Four. You just cannot wrap your head around the magic of that film. You were too late to the party, yeah, right? Um, I was so worried going into it, but I fucking loved it. I'm glad. I'm glad. Have you have you have you ventured into two yet? I've been told to steer clear of two. I had fun with two. It was it, it it's more of the same, but yeah, you probably will prefer one. But hey, if you're gonna do one, do two. Okay. I'll, I'll check two out. I'm not, I'm not yeah. promising you the world. I'm not promising you the world. It's been forever for me since I've watched them. It, it's Schwing! That's going <laughs> to... Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I really, really liked it. And the, and the fourth wall breaks in this movie are fucking constant. It's not just... Yeah. It's you know I love the way they're sort of talking to the camera. Like, hey. Can you, you know? And I even, if you I even love about... the way... They went into the diner at that point and the guy started talking about his life and about how, why is it when an American hero, one person murders someone and he's an American hero and the other does it and he needs therapy. And then sort of, Wayne sort of grabs the camera and goes, no, 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 we're the ones who talk to the camera. It's like, I, I'm so on board. I'm so yeah. fucking on board with this. It's, it, you know, if, if you were to break it down for actual full, full breaking, it, it is technically your number one. You know, do you know what I mean? Quality of film, no. But 4th Wall Breaking, I don't know many films that do it as well. There's one film on my list that does more 4th Wall Breaks than this. Okay, fair play. I mean, it's yeah. on your list too for 100%. I was, I, was saying, that's what I said, yeah, fair play, that one's there, yeah. It's obvious. But, uh, 31 I counted upon rewatching. Fuck it up. I didn't actually stop to count any of these. That's the only reason I rewatched it. I was like, how many 4th Wall Breaks are there? It's 31. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. So that was my, yeah, seven and six. So you've done your six. What's, I think that was your six. Yeah. The Fight Club was yeah, your Fight six. Fight Club was my six, yeah. Cool. So what's your seven? Um, Here we go. One that you've brought up a few times recently. Mm. Lord of War. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It yeah, does have a fourth wall break. You're right. Right at the end, right? And the beginning. And the beginning, of course. Of and course, the beginning. It yeah. literally starts off talking about the whole, what is like, you know, the, what he does for a living, this is it. And then it goes into this whole journey of the bullet, which I think is... Oh, the life of a bullet is one of the best... Manufacturing into the, into the head of a small kid. Absolutely. Dude. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. So um, That is one of the best movie intros ever. Come at me, I don't care. That, that As, no, a, it's, as it's, a title intro, very few have done it better. It's... It, do you know what it is? It... It takes you on such an adventure, and I, I'll be honest, I skimmed through because I was like, I swear this film does a full, full break. And I was like, yeah, it does. And I was like, yeah, on, sorry. Yeah. Fucking stop, rewind. I got to go back to Wayne's World. Tia Carrera? Bro, I was going to bring this up. I was going to bring it up. The like, Asian in Wayne's World is the Asian in True Lies? I was going to bring it up that you were more entwined with Rob Lowe than Tia Carrera. But I know the previous time I, I brought up. didn't even register. World, okay, I love Wayne's World even more. <laughs> 
Tia Carrera. Yo, this movie's dope. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's got the chick from the greatest action movie ever with the how you <laughs> jumped into the thing and the missile and the terrorist and the horsey. And if I'm not mistaken, she's also in number two. Yeah, and we carry on. Sorry, back yeah. to your Lord. But, of uh, yeah, I I, I I skimmed through this film, but I remember like I was never sure of the tone of this film. It's it's an amazing film, but it had I don't want to say anticlimactic, but I remember my my wrong of this film is I was led to believe it was going to be more of a I don't know why I'm going to say this comedy. I don't know what gave me that impression when I first saw the trailers for this film, or something a bit more lighthearted. But it was deep. This film goes all kinds of deep, and oh, that's yeah. what I need. This is what I need to revisit on this film. This time, I just was like, "Does he just narrate, or does he break the fourth wall?" I saw the fourth wall break, and I was like, right, "That's it. Yeah, cool. Move on." But it's it's a very good film. It's a oh, very it's, good. Film it's about, so underrated. It is. It, so you know, it's about, a hidden gem about arms dealers and what they do and who they trade with and if it's right, if it's wrong and how they can be a hero at one moment. And if the, you know, just if the government deem it, click of a finger, they're instantly the villain. Like it's, it, it's a dark shady world. And this film really shows what it's all about. And Nick mm. Cage is tops in it. Nick Cage is tops fucking. Um... Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it is Jared Leto. He was amazing. This is see, you know how we've always got this people who are, I, I, I use the Christian Bale example in the fight when people say Bale's a shit actor. I'm like, <laughs> for, I actually don't think people can say that anymore. Like he's done too much quality for people to even yeah, usher those words. But there seems to be this weirdness on the internet. Jared Leto is not that good. I'm like, are you mental? Have you have you seen Lord of War and Dallas Buyers Club? Like, Where's if you haven't, he's Fire! If you, you you haven't seen Dallas Buyers, no, I still need to see that one. Yo! Each time you say it, and I try to do it, and it's like the last film I get to catch on the in the build up. But I do really want to see that one. It's a hard watch. Like it's not something. I, I appreciate you said that. I've appreciated you, that. You don't but... want it's. It's one of those films. It's like Grave of the Fireflies. It's really good, but you don't feel the inclination to rewatch it quickly. Mm, I hear that. I hear that. You know, you kind of feel like. Phew. I need a fucking shower after that. A cold one too. Like, yeah, it's it's a hard watch, bro. Like, it's it's. But Let Leto is just. He is giving godlike performances in that movie, and I think he's sensational in Lord of War. So is Ian Holm. R.I.P. Oh, I, I wish I knew the name of the African actors, but the the young kid who says, "Bring me the gun of Rambo." Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know the actor's name. Well. I love him though. I thought he was sensational. Bring me the gun of Rambo. Ah, <laughs> you know that's a badass line when you can that say. Is a big line, isn't it? Bring me the gun of Rambo. It's fucking cool. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big line. Oh, yeah. Speaking so of big lines, speaking. I have to say this now because it's fresh in my memory, and I'm not going to remember it for when we mention this movie on podcast. Um, but we're going to be doing hotel movies in a few weeks' time. I just watched one, which I highly recommend, by the way, for the list, called The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Yes, I've started to watch that a while back, even before we made that part of the list. Get through it. Really good. Um, there's a line in it which actually made me lull so hard in the plane on the way home that I just sort of looked at me and went, what the fuck? And I turned to her and went, it's a line that sums up any happy couple 
will understand this line. Any happy heterosexual man, uh, gay guy, lesbian, I don't know if it works the same way. I can only speak to my own experience. Any happy couple will understand this. Man is trying to reassure woman. Bill Nye trying to reassure his wife. Wife is inconsolable. You know what the wife turns around and says to him? Single-handedly one of the greatest couple lines I've ever heard. If I wanted your opinion, I would have given it to you. <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh, how true. Oh, it's so how true. true. If I wanted your opinion, I would have given it to you. What a line. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what a, a line. That is a smackdown, but a fact at the same time. It really is. It's like every happy man out there just went, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm aware. I'm aware of that one. Yeah. I mean, that's genius. Anyway, sorry. We come back to. <laughs> yeah, Lord of War. So, yeah, I mean, again, for me, it, it again, one of those where you could say it leans more on the narration than the 4 4 break, but it is that it's that salesman tactic as well of someone who's so wrong. That when he does stare you down the eye, it's kind of, again, salesman tactic. Like, yeah, I'm screwing you, but you know I'm right. And this is why you'll buy into my product. And that's what I think Nick Cage delivers so well at this film. He's sensational. Yeah. He is brilliant in this film. I brought this up on Nick Cage movies, didn't I? Indeed, indeed, yeah, indeed. yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, so that was your seven and six, yeah? Yeah. Cool, man. So my number five, um, a lot of people will be like, I think Dan the Tech was batting for this to be number one. And I was like, no chance. Um, just, yeah. Sheer number, yes. Great movie, highly entertaining. I couldn't feasibly put this as my number one. But it's in the top five it needed to be. Funny enough, it was... Wayne's World was fucking with it. Wayne's World oh, was I get really... It. I get it. I Wayne's get it. World was really fucking with it. But I sort of took a step back and I go, I'm not going to be a hype man. I know Wayne's World is like new film. I'm going to bat for it. Take a step back, breathe. Is this better than what I'm about? Is Wenswell better than what I'm about to say? I love Wenswell, but no, it's not better. In at number five, Deadpool. Coincidentally, in at number five, Deadpool. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I nearly went Deadpool 2. Get out. <laughs> For why? Who are you and where's the real AJ? What? what? You're going to say, I hated Deadpool. No. I thought this no. would be your number one. No, 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 no. There is one number one. There is only but one. I will, I don't want to say anything, but there is a beauty of the break of the fourth wall is my number one. So that's just the way. I, I'll, I'll get to it when I get there. But no, no. no. But you got to remember, bro, there's two things to this, yeah? For all the this hype of Deadpool. You're, you're, yeah, carry on. all the hype of Deadpool, I, was, I came out somewhat disappointed. I, I've... Watch the film. I've had a laugh with it. I appreciate Deadpool 2 more. But oh, no. Oh, about, God, no. If I'm going to talk about the breaking of the fourth wall, number one owns it. It, it. I mean, Deadpool is that guy. Deadpool broke the fourth wall in fucking comic book, let alone comic book movie. That's who he is. And he even breaks the fourth wall in games. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he does. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But that's that's exactly why it's like, it's who he is. He's the fourth wall breaker. You know, like if you're going to talk about actual levels of four four breaking, it's going to be Last Action Hero. It's going to be Wayne's World. It's going to be Deadpool. That's that's what they're all about. But it's 
it's just that film. It, it's fun. It's crazy. But the quality of film on the other side, I can't. I can't. It's an instant go-to when you think of 4-4 Breaker. Because that's, you know, even when you hear Deadpool, the movie was coming, everyone's like, oh, he's going to break the 4-4. Ryan Reynolds breaking the 4-4. It's going to be fucking insane. You didn't even have to see it a trailer to it. Insane. Like, yeah. You just knew that's that's what the whole world was looking forward to. So It was so funny, this film. It broke me into, it's still to this day, the only movie which made me laugh so hard that while drinking Coca-Cola, I did a fountain spew of... <laughs> yeah, I literally triple H'd the place. I mean, I'm lucky I was in row D, so there were no seats in front of me. Um, but, bro, I, I, I could not believe how much that movie I've had, made me laugh. I, Again, I've had fun with Deadpool, but I... I do you know, and this is weird with me. I can watch a film four times. The fifth time, I will be on the floor dying and be like, oh my God, now I get it. Like, it's weird. I, I need to sometimes... Do you know one of those films, again, because of the ending of Iron Man, it, it really saturated it for me. And it was on, like, the rewatch with Tam. I was like, ah, that's all right. I forgive you. you. You said you're Iron Man. Let's move on. Let the, let the MCU continue. But at first, that damage, I was like, wow, you fucking hate that ending. It, it's, it's, listen, you have your weird wirings, mate. I have mine. <laughs> just what they are. <laughs> respect, respect, respect. And, and that's 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 one of them with Deadpool. Like I've I've, I've had fun, but I'm like, this isn't hilarious. One day I'll switch off about, yeah, this is not the film you're expecting, man. And I will watch it, and I will be dying with laughter. And I'll be like, I love Deadpool. You, I will message you that day. But I'll be like, I've done it again. And it took you a while to finally come around to seeing what I was telling you about Civil War, but we got there eventually. I can explain Civil War. No, no. The point, the problem with Civil War is that you can't explain it. This yeah, is the thing. No, I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> I can explain why I thought it was better than it was. It's a simple thing. It's called sleep Hype. apnea. It's, no, no, no. It's called sleep apnea. It, 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 let, I will share this right now. It takes three to four Red Bulls for me to be fully awake during the film. I didn't open them straight away. So there were certain parts where I nod off and I come back because I think I'm awake. I literally hear shit and I think I'm awake. And then when you had certain arguments, I'm like, huh. Okay, what are you on about? Now I've realized, no, that didn't actually happen. Or, yeah, um, okay, that makes point to your argument. That's all it was. I just needed to be awake to watch the film to realize it's not as good. So as now it. that you've watched it, you see what I'm saying to be true. Oh, I get it. I still think you're a bit too harsh. I still think you're a bit too harsh on certain points. And you can I am literally that. just saying the things that are there. I'm not making things up. I'm like, that exists. That existing is a problem. Listen, I get it. I get it. Some, I think, I could fill the gaps in. But it's, yeah, we don't need to go any further. It's a long list. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here to do that list again. For those no. interested, he will post it on Twitter. But, yeah. but no, good I've fun. I've got that list lying around somewhere. Oh, I've got it somewhere. I, I, ooh, <laughs> I've, I've changed phone. I've changed phone. You, you have it because anytime someone goes, oh, it's amazing. You're like, hold up. And then you scroll. You've got it. It's there. But you know, the problem is, is that here's, here's how fucked up people are. This goes back to one of my weird wiring things. You send that list to people people here's the thing you'll say to people civil wars actually shit and people what raw how can you say that i'm like well it's not just an opinion i can factually explain to you like it's not like i think it's bad because hashtag reasons is that no 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 i can objectively tell you these things happen in the movie and i would like to hear how you can justifiably explain to me how that's good and people are like right tell me then and it's like cool here's the list and they're like i'm not reading that it's great it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's always a what, what was the point of this exchange then? Yeah, yeah. Send it, send it, forget it, 
like <laughs> this is why I think people are fucked up. Not the dudes, obviously, but it's like you wanted me to tell you what's wrong with it, and then when I'm showing you what's wrong with it, it's too much. Do you not like reading? <laughs> is no, the scope is the scope of your literary capacity cookbooks? The ones with the pictures? Like, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Oh, it's too much to read, bruv. What? So why'd you forget? What? Listen, if you don't give a fuck about my opinion, that's fine. Most Do you know what I think don't. it is? Do you know what I think it is? I think most people would expect a five to ten point argument. You have like a 34 point argument and they're like, fuck this, <laughs> no, fuck that. Like, I can't argue with you while reading it. Like, it, it's too long. Like, you know We what can go point me? by point. I've said to people, I can breathe. I got, <laughs> to quote Captain America, I can do this, all, do this day. all day. <laughs> all day like i can go point for point for people because i appreciate people look at it and be like you are literally picking apart too many things here i'm like i'm not picking apart too many things i am pointing out that there are too many things to pick apart in the movie like who's to blame the guy noticing the things to pick apart or the person who made the things that need to be picked apart is it my fault that the fucking movie has flaws no <laughs> why's your beef with me <laughs> like <sighs> Fair point, bro. Fair point. Mm. But yes. And I agree. Thank you, Mixed Memorabilia. It's messed up big time. Yes, it is. If Ooh. there was a full full breaker in the world. He's got a point. A touch fresh as they are Ukrainian. First off, Eternal Corpse. Well fucking played for pulling out that little piece of movie knowledge. <laughs> and welcome to the movie Mount Rushmore. Indeed, indeed. Um, I hadn't even registered that, but yeah, they are Ukrainian. He literally does a cocaine line in the shape of Ukraine. Yeah. Damn. Right. Okay. So now we're talking about 4-4 breakers in the comic book world. Deadpool is the one. Moving on, sir. You're number four. Yeah. This one was always going to be there. My favorite comedy of all time. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I had a feeling this was going to be. <laughs> How could it not be, bro? Like, they recycle the same fourth wall break joke so many times, and it never gets boring. It's like each time they just add one character in who they've met between the last fourth wall break and this one. And it's just, it's just a few simple words. Get on with it! It's fucking great! <laughs> it's fucking great! But the reason, again, Pod Squad, I apologize for you. You'll have to jump on the YouTube channel to see this. I'll do my best to describe it. I put this particular scene in here because this, is, this isn't one of those get on with it scenes. Let me actually just jump on Google here and get the lineup because it's absolutely brilliant. Sorry, so one second. Got the picture of a nun. Whoa. Or the nun, well, one of the nuns. Yeah, it's a picture of the nun turning to the camera. Once you pass in the Holy Grail, fourth wall break. I need to get the exact quote because it's gold. It's fucking gold. I do uh, remember having a bit of a giggle when that when I watched it again. I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> right. So she turns to the camera and goes, "Oh, I am enjoying a scene. Do you think this scene should have been cut? We were so worried when the boys were writing it. And it's it's that part in the movie where, yeah, you've got the nun and they're in that kind of like brothely, aphrodisiac yeah. man place. Do you think this scene should have been cut? Because it's like, it's so obviously that, oh, look, my dick's getting hard. Look, pretty women are about. And it's a woman turning to the men in, in the audience and going, do you really think this should have stayed in? Do ya? Do ya? 
And the fact that the male creators of this allowed that to stay in the movie makes it not only a brilliant fourth wall break, but makes it one highly topical, two highly self-aware and ref self-referential. And I'm all I always love comedy, which is oh, I'm sorry, blocking the porn. Speaking of things men love, um, <laughs> I always find it brilliant when a comedy is is smart enough to be self-aware. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Like you and me were discussing at the top of the show for fuck's sake. You were saying I'm wired weird. I didn't fight you. I was like, I know I am, motherfucker. <laughs> we accept shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, like Castle Anthrax. Exactly. Thank you, Gavin, man. I mean, the name in itself. What the fuck? <laughs> I love that film so much. Your favorite scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh. Is it? This is it. That was a giggle at first. Um, I'm me. There was that. No, no, no. It was the one where they were talking. Is it the free? Where they they've got the free people and they're asking questions and they're like hold forbidding them to go through. They're like, oh shit, they're gone. <laughs> uh, the bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What is your favorite color? No, no, no. That part was funny, but it's just before that where they they're, they're blocking someone. I can't remember. Was it the three blind or two? Bl They're blocking. It's, it's the fucking three-headed giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's You're missing one. the big one though. Tis but a scratch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what? Yes, of course. <laughs> the fucking, the fucking that scene that basically inspired Pepperami. Yeah, like that was my original funniest moment. I have to be honest. And then yeah, on my rewatch the last time. <laughs> I don't care what generation you're from. That scene is timeless. You can play, and unless we go too far with this new brand of internet comedy, remember I said at the top of the show, bringing it back, I kind of hate and love the internet at the same time. I really hope we never get to a place where there's a generation of kids who will look at tis but a scratch and not laugh. You know, come back here, I'll bite your arms off. It's fucking brilliant. I cut your other arm off. No, you didn't. Here, this is on the ground. I'm, no, it's I'm, not. Interested, I'm interested to see how the new generation will take it. You know, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm quite intrigued. Oh, my daughter will let you know in ten years. Yeah, it's all good. I really hope she laughs. I will breed laughter into her life. Bro, do you know? Do you know? Do you know when there's heartbreak? Yeah, when it's something that's quite special to you, and you try to pass it on. I remember, like, Austin Powers. Oh, if she's an Arsenal fan, I'm going to fucking disown her. <laughs> <laughs> swivel, swivel. But I remember Austin Powers, I showed Zane, and he he enjoyed it. We was actually talking about it when he was here last week. On the flip, on the flip, I remember putting on Ace Ventura before Austin Powers, and he was just watching, and he looked at me and went, do you actually find this funny? I'm dying here. And I was like, what? I, I was broken. Like, legit broken. I was like, what? No, no. no Just tell him, shut up and go watch another unboxing video on YouTube. <laughs> I don't think he's watched one of those in a while, actually. But yeah, it was just... In a while. Legit <laughs> legitimately, that's what the kids are watching now. Peppa Pig in fucking unboxing videos. But yeah, Meanwhile, we had fucking, you know, the last kind of viral video we had before the new generation came on was fucking Ahmed the dead terrorist which was amazing 
you're not gonna see another Ahmed the dead terrorist for a while. I kill you. Do you know what? The amount of stuff that we had that are just so banned now. Do you remember? I'm gonna sound quite homophobic with these two. Fire people. in la chichi manga. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't even remember that, but I'm talking like the Super Bowl is right or the Backstreet Boys. No, 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 no. Finish that shit. What the Super Bowl is gay. <laughs> it's a song but like hey at the end the guy comes out of the closet from well he didn't directly come out of the closet but like everything was gay then there was Bro, the um... Park fucking put R. Kelly in the closet I'm the, 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 I'm the voice of a generation it wasn't R. Kelly it was Kanye shit not R. Kelly yeah he it locked up he, he, he where he needs to be weird stuff um they done the which Backstreet Boys gay we had the will the all of them <laughs> if you heard the song Guys, it's there on YouTube if you've not heard it. Um, will the real Saddam please stand up? Like, do you remember these stuff? <laughs> but we were talking about this a few weeks ago. What happened to angry white boy music? <laughs> James <laughs> loved that for the record. He was like, he's right. He's actually right. I was like, bro, we don't write, we don't write the rules. We just, you know, we don't make them. We just acknowledge them. <laughs> what happened to angry white boy rock? I need it to come back in my life. <laughs> There's a lot of shit we need to bring back. Especially the Chichi Man song. The bro, no, no, no. What? That is wrong. What? We have to acknowledge what it is. Bro, the Google algorithm is racist. They're not going to pick up on a word like Chichi Man. It's far too yeah, black for you, Google. You are aware of what the for a man who's open and liberal for everyone to be equal and live their life. You're aware of what the lyrics to the song are, right? I'm aware no. of the word. I don't know. I'm not aware of what the lyrics are. I think you should say them. No, I'm not getting into that. If you're going to private message, go on, do it. Do it. I'm not getting into that, bro. Like, no. Basically, it says burn gays, according to AJ. Yeah. Where's this song from? Oh, fire, fire in La Chichi. Right, okay, yeah. I'm with so it's from the minute they go into it. Oh, God, don't make me have to explain this. Just stuff. Do, I'm gonna bro, have to explain Google that algorithm myself. is fucking racist as shit. They're yes, not going to pick up on a, on a, on a black song. We're, into this, we're promoting this kind of stuff. Basically, it says from them. Anyway, basically, it means if you go into a gay bar, give me fire, let me burn them. Like, it's wrong. What? what, what no, say it, say it in a. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> say it with the accent, man. <laughs> do it. Do it. Okay, do it. Are we really holding up a podcast for this? Absolutely. <laughs> this is wrong. Do it. This is wrong. No, this, this is anti-coffee talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, limit it. Just limit it. Like, to quote Palpatine, do it. Do it. No, no I'm not going to do it. Do I'll, it. I'll just... No. Yeah. No. You want to? That's I, I, I really intro, bad. I will intro my next film with like similar words. What a lad <laughs> in London. No, no. I'm talking about the, my next pick because we're both done number five. Is it your number? No, it's your number four. Then I'll my intro number, my, my number four. four. So you're, you're, it's your number four now, my friend. What was your number four? Oh, Get fucked. Holy Grail. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Mm, deviation. All right. So Reguard fit in number four right now. That is the worst Jamaican I've ever done in a very long time. But you're anyway. not even Jamaican. Why are you doing a Jamaican accent? Because the song's Jamaican, you twat. Oh, forgive me for not fucking knowing that, my friend. <laughs> anyway, right. In at number four, there's an Austrian version and there's a US version. The poster has both because it's the only closest to landscape I can get. Funny games. 
Have you heard? Fire in La Chichi, man. No, <laughs> fire in La Chichi. It's from them aguaning up. Anyway, we're, we're, yeah, we'll leave it there. Yeah, I've broken <laughs> I can't not, even fucking get the song right. That's why. That's why I know we're not gonna get fucked with. Yes, you're not. But I like the more you. I was funny enough watching a film yesterday called "I Give It a Year," and it says, like the girl singing along to the song, and her her partner just gets enraged. It's like, how do you keep getting the lyrics wrong? And it's like you're tempting me to get it, and I don't want to say it. Yeah. I'm a different man. I've grown. I've Stop, AJ says. Damn the tech. Yeah, that was that was for the yeah me doing the other part. I've not done anything wrong here. Like yeah, it was a. Terrible... You haven't. So yeah. in answer to your question, no. I what the fuck is this film? Disturbing as fuck is what the film is. Right now, the Ooh. Austrian director has apparently made. Well, not apparently. He made the film was made in '97. In 2007, he. Um, remade the film for a US audience and it's apparently frame for frame but he's used American stars. I've watched the Austrian version. Bring up the poster again. Who are the American stars? Um we have Naomi Watts, Naomi Watts Tim Tim Roth, Tim Michael Tim. Pitt, Brady Corbett and Devin Gearhart. Okay, so two stars, one of them not American. The no both neither American. Naomi Watts is Kiwi and Tim Roth is British. Carry on. Yeah, but all the same in American film. Yeah. However, I've watched the Austrian version. Both are available on um Amazon for free. <laughs> for once. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Now, this film is twisted. And funny enough, I was talking to John today and I was talking about breaking the fourth one because I want to know one. Funny games. I was like, I happen to have just watched that. He's like, which one? I was like, the Austrian version. He's like, oh, yeah. It is, bro, oh, it's twisted. Don't leave me in suspense. I'm, I'm coming. Like, it, the what are we talking here? Are we talking fucking cannibal, Holocaust, ma- no, 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 no. Martyr, no, no. what are we wait, talking? Wait, wait. It, it's similarly torture, but it, it's a weird, it's a weird uncomfortable torture that goes along the way. So you start off with this family. Sorry, I have to cut you off again. When is torture ever comfortable? No, 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 no. Because it's it's not in your direct, direct in your face saw torture. You know, like oh, okay. you this, it's not gore I'm porn. Not... No, no, no. It's 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 weird because of the way they act. And this is what I'm about to explain. So you start off with this family, middle class family, driving to a holiday home. And you know they're there and they're they're playing all this classical music and they're trying to guess like oh which symphony is this and who sung it and all this kind of shit right? Then they pull up into their holiday home. The father and son, it's a wife, husband, wife, and son, right? The father and son go off to, um, to I think prepare the boat for a sail or they go for a sail. I can't remember exactly. And the mum is in the house and she's just preparing for dinner and there's a knock at the door and it's this young guy. Peter, or I think he was Peter, or it could be Paul. One of you got Peter and Paul, and he just comes in and goes, "Oh, I'm I'm here from the neighbours, and um, they're they're preparing a meal at the moment, and they just realised they're short on eggs. Could we could we get some eggs, please? Um, four eggs." And the wife's like, "Oh, that's that's not a problem." And she opens up, and she, you know, she's like, "Would you like me to wrap them?" The guy's like, "No, no, it'll be fine. We'll just take them." She gives him four eggs out of the twelve. He walks off and he drops them, and he's like, "I'm I'm." So sorry, I, I, you know, complete mistake of mine. I'm, I'm, I'm really clumsy of me. Um, yeah. Um, could, could we get four more? Hey, like, um, like, it's like, what, what can we do now? She's like, well, we don't normally have eggs for breakfast. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So could I get some more? She's like, excuse me. He's like, well, I, I, I happen to have noticed you just opened a fresh box of eggs, and you've just dropped four, and there's three of you here. Maybe I could get another four. She's like, okay. Then it comes into the point where. She's like, so should I wrap them? He's like, yeah, if you insist, maybe not. Then she wraps them just to be safe. 
and he goes off. Now you can see he's gone from really polite, but he's now been a bit intrusive, like suggesting. Yeah. Then at the point while she's wrapping it, he happens to accidentally, as a klutz, put her dropped her mobile phone into the sink where she was doing the dishes. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Now she has no form of contact because her phone is fucked. What then ensues, uh, right? Is they? <laughs> it's really weird to explain it. This guy comes back, but with a friend, and he's now repeating how he's the last four set of eggs have broken because their dog jumped and attacked him and scared her. So they're now just being really polite, and she's like, "You know what? I have a feeling you guys are taking the piss. Can you leave, please?" Right? No, no, no. At this point, the husband and son come back, and she's like, "Right, listen, I want these guys out. They're, they're, I just want them out." And it's like, "But babe, I, I get it. But what's the problem?" But because they're so endearingly charming in the way they approach it, it's like, "Well, sir, I, I." I, I think this is quite wrong. Like, I've come to ask a favor. Your dog attacked us, and we're just looking for some eggs. Like, is that it? She's like, oh, that's it. She storms off. What then happens is the, the, the husband starts to stand up for his wife, as he should. The other guy whacks him with a golf club, right, in the knee. Now, I've, I've kind of eliminated it because they were talking about, and this is what happens when you've, like, crossed the line with them. And now, from this point on, they have now taken this family hostage. And they're, they're still playing this very polite and don't force us out of our, like... This sounds like a lot of movies I've seen before so far, but carry on. It's, bro, it's weird but twisted and it's good. And it's it's this, this how can I explain funny games in a way? It's, they're now holding the family captive and asking them to do stuff in a very suggestive way. Like, I'm giving you the option to do it. And people like, you know... Each time they fight back, they 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 try to break you down with reasoning and then torture them. But th what's really weird with this film is when they torture you or the person, it's not really seen off screen. On screen, it's off screen, and you hear the sounds. And the main guy, who is um, the main villain, Paul, when he's doing stuff, that's when he casually just breaks the fourth wall. So there's a part where he's playing like hot and cold because something happens. And it's as the grand reveal's about to do it, he just turns around and gives you this kind of wink of the eye of like, hey, wait till you see what comes next. Oh, and it's really, huh? That's creepy. Bro, it's creepy. This is what I'm saying. This is the part about it. It, it just hits you with these slow little parts of, oh, like, you, you can't give up on the game just yet. Um, what is it he said? That, 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 that wouldn't complete a film. And then he looks at the screen like, you would like to see the outcome of the film, wouldn't you? You would like to see the arc where the, the villain gets his comeuppance. It's those little slight little hints of the phone fall breaking that really make the film kind of like chilling. It's, it's a really good watch. Very good watch. Your wire is just slightly off. I can hear you, but it's lower than before. Inside the mind of a madman. It, yeah, literally, literally. But it's worth a watch. I'm probably not selling it as well as I should do, to be honest with you. But it, it's the fourth wall breaking. It's so subtle in a way because you, you get caught up into the film and it just gives you a stare or a slight question or something. And yeah. That does sound creepy. I'll give you that. The beginning sounded very, very seen it all before. That sounds creepy. What you, The fourth wall break sounds creepy. Yeah. Uh, Mixed memorabilia approves, AJ. Brilliant selection again, AJ. Directed by the legendary Michael Haneke, who made Hidden, a.k.a. Cash. There are two versions, the original and the US later version that he remade, as you said, AJ. A mixed memorabilia. This goes out to all of the pod squad, vod squad, live squad. Listen up here. Guys, can I make a recommendation again by director Michael Haneke? 71 fragments of a chronology of chance. That's a mouthful, but... 
It's a mixed memorabilia recommendation, guys. Lock that shit in. Boom. Yeah, it, it's weird, bro. Trust me, it's 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 unsettling the way it is. It sounds good, you know. And Amazon, it's, you say, yeah? Amazon Prime. Yeah. Which version did you prefer? I've not watched both. I just saw the poster for both. I've only watched the Austrian version. And was good, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's apparently done it frame for frame. So I don't know if it's going to demean or what have you. Acting it, performances deliver different things. Yeah, this is another thing. Okay, cool. Oh my God, fucking lots of porn tonight. Um, all right, man. So that, that was your that was your four? Yep. Cool. So over to my number three. Another movie which I saw for the first time, believe it or not. Uh, where is that banner? Didn't think I was going to enjoy this as much as I did. But here it is at number three. High Fidelity. So this kept coming up. This kept coming up, and I wasn't sure how much Four Four Breaks was going to go on, and I just... Yes, Incessant. Constant. Really? really? You know, when I Googled it, it always seemed to highlight one area, and I was like, okay, maybe it's... No, no, like it's, it's, it's... it's They are so well calculated, the fourth wall breaks, because, obviously, I'm saying this looking at this movie through a prism of someone looking for fourth wall breaks... The movie makes you forget about the fourth wall breaks. And then when you're really sucked in, snaps you out. And it snaps you out in a good way. It's, I'd like to think, I'd like is the wrong word. I imagine that most people have been at this point somewhere in their life. You know, John Cusack plays a guy who's completely down on his luck. He's just broken up with a woman. You can tell the breakups taking a toll on him and the fourth wall breaking is him recounting his it's very clearly implied that he's ocd but not badly ocd but he in a very ocd manner decides to recount while breaking the fourth wall his top five worst breakups and why they damaged him so badly going all the way back to you know his first one when he was sort of 10 11 up to his most recent one, continuously bashing you over the head of, and this one doesn't even make the top five. It's like, ooh, I think we're going to be going to a place in this movie where this one does make the top five, aren't we? You know, it's it's clever. And so he's down on his luck. He's a guy who just can't seem to get it right with women, despite not necessarily having anything wrong with him. He's got a really shitty job. And, you know... <laughs> Shitty job by... Uh, you've got to be so careful saying these things now. He's got a shitty job by social conventional uh, goings, okay? So, you know, he, he's one of those... Imagine... Do, do, do you remember the, the Tower Records days? Do you remember yeah. Tower Records? There were all of those really kind of shitty knockoff second-hand vinyl shops that you would have in places yeah. like up on the Notting Hill High Street and stuff like that, yeah? Or in places like Camden, yeah? He runs one of those. In this shop is also, I can't remember who the other actor is, but he's the guy who gives Jerry Maguire the jazz tape in Jerry Maguire before he goes and bangs Renee Zellweger. So that actor's in it, and Jack Black's in it. And the three of them are essentially kind of life's perennial losers, um, but the movie focuses on John Cusack and his recountings of these top five breakups while showing, you know, the day-to-day -day boredom of his life. And the movie kind of drives the point home of, maybe you're the problem, G. 
And it's got all these weird and wonderful quasi cameos. I call them quasi because they actually end up having semi big roles in the film in terms of their importance. And they're more than just a kind of blink and you'll miss it cameo. Like Catherine Zeta Jones is in this. Tim Robbins is in this. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing in a movie like this? But, but do you know what? Against all odds, it works. It works. It's really, really well made. And it's th those cameos. Not, are they playing themselves, or they're just no? They're yeah. playing people just who random parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're not playing themselves. They're yeah, yeah. They're parts. Yeah. To be fair, why would they be playing themselves? I was assuming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I can't recommend it enough. It's really, really good. It's really weird. So there were two films that like really came up when I'm trying to. To be fair, there was two Mel Brooks. Neither of them really caught my attention enough. They were like in the background. I tried to do. Uh, you do you have Mel Brooks while we're on there. Um, oh, what was the first one? I can't remember. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Blazing Saddles, Jack Blazing Saddles. Like, Blazing Saddles just, I was like, oh, I'm not in the mood. And then the other one was Spaceballs, and I was like, that is really at the end of the line if I'm going to watch that one. And this was the other one. And then the, the fourth film was Annie Hall, and I can't do Woody Allen. No, nor me. Fuck that guy. I can't do Woody Allen. So I was just like, yeah, this, this one was, if I had spare time, I would have given it a shot. Like, yeah. Because it was it was it was brought up quite a bit in terms of films that break the fourth. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I had a feeling it was. Okay, who knows? It might be tonight's movie. It's good. It's like hour thirty-five long. It's nice. very digest, very digestible. Cool, Gavin. While we're on that, can you remind me of that film that you said was only seventy minutes long? I will do my best to watch that asap. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Francis Lawrence back. Good to have you back, Francis. Hey, Francis. Um, How you doing? I've just done my number three. Now it's over to AJ. Would you like a quick rundown? Should we do a quick rundown for Francis? We can do a quick rundown for Francis. So Francis, my number 10, Psycho. Nine, Wolf of Wall Street. Eight, Goodfellas. Seven, Fight Club. Six, Wayne's World. Five, Deadpool. Four, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And we just discussed my three, which was High Fidelity. Okay, and my 10 were uh, Men Who Have Made Love to Me. Wayne's World at number nine, number eight, Last Action Hero, number seven, Lord of War, number six, Fight Club, number five, Deadpool, number four was Funny Games, the Austrian version, but the um, US version is also worth a watch, apparently. It's meant and we come to your number three. And how could we tangent this even more? We're going to go right into number three, which was a punt from earlier, Wolf of Wall Street. So good. Yeah, I, you know, it's one of those films that I just keep, I, I, I try to avoid it being in my top four of <laughs> the time, because I'm like, I don't want to keep It's hard, it. bro, but it is but one it, of the best films of the 21st century. I'll stand by amazing. that. It's absolutely amazing. I just found it absolute gold. Um, I always say it, it's, it's one of those films that you could just see, it just looks like the cast were having fun while making it as well, which is something I love about it. But it's that, it's that insight into the, the, the stock traders and what they were doing and the, the way they got away with it, how much fun they were having while getting away with it, the madness behind it. And it's the narration from Leonardo DiCaprio that is absolutely amazing. And then those slight fourth wall breaks that just really help. And it's that part is like, so is what we're doing illegal? Fuck no, it's not. You know, it was like, it, it, it again, it just, where you're a bit lost. And again, it's the part that I love, which I'm going to reference a bit later on as well, is where it's like, you probably don't understand this, but you're not meant to. And that's exactly what makes it evade. That's what 
allowed us to get away with this shit, you know? And that's what I love about this film. It's... I don't know if there was enough fourth wall break. There's not enough fourth wall. See, here's the issue. You have a narrator and then you have the fourth wall. And this is the thing. I was like, it was the way I wanted to break it down. I was like, well, he kicks in where it needs be. And that kind of helps. If if you're going to do it, as I said before, if you're going to do it based on mass on the level of fourth wall breaking, it's readjusted another way. But it's not yeah. that it put it this way. If you if you look at funny games, there's not a lot of fourth wall breaking in it. But when it happens, it happens. Like it hits hard. Yeah. That's valid. Being narrated throughout the film, the fact that he still checks in with you to actually physically look at you, I think makes it worth it. And that's kind of the way. And it's just the quality of the film. I think the, the quality of the film definitely made it into the top four for me. Yeah, fair. Yeah. The, the, the quality of the so we go back to the point I made at the beginning of the uh, listen, there, there, are two, there are two ways to approach it, isn't it? Yeah. Like are we going for the quality of the film which contains the fourth wall breaks, or are we going for the quality of the fourth wall breaks? Both are fine. Yeah. Yeah. Both are fine. Um, and we're talking about quality of fourth wall breaking. My number two, possibly, possibly. Hmm. Possibly the best, most powerful fourth wall break on either of our lists, I think. And I stand by that. A little Belgium film. Oh. Hmm. With a small Belgian actor you may have heard of called Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, I heard this was one. JCVD. I heard this was one. And I remember when we'd done Actors Who Fizzled Out. And- <laughs> wow. So good, man. I rewatched it for this list. It is so fucking good. This film. So, Jean Claude Van Damme plays Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the movie's quite meta because what it does is it it captures it's semi autobiographical. the The unfoldings of the movie are not autobiographical. The shit that Van Damme is going through personally is semi-autobiographical so while van damme is dealing with real things that actually happens to real van damme as opposed to movie van damme Mm -hmm. it's kind of bookended and framed by you know the fantasy of this movie and the fantasy of this movie is that van damme is going through you know a uh, a divorce case where they're fighting over custody of his daughter um he's struggling to get roles you know he's being beaten to roles by people like Steven Seagal. Like there's a really good line in it where he's he's a shoe-in for the movie and they call him to say that they went to Seagal and he's like, how? And they say like, Seagal agreed to cut his ponytail for the movie. And, and Dam's like, oh, that's quite a big deal. Um, so there's all these nice kind of tips to the hat and it, it, it picks up at a point, as I said, where he's going through this, this custody trial. He's getting a bit low on money because he's not getting movie roles much like in real life what happened and he ends up back in belgium in brussels and he ends up in a bank heist now he's not the one doing the bank heist no no i figured but what's interesting is that i I don't want it i'm not going to give away the fine points for you because i really want you to watch this film um it's kind of one of those films that shows double perspective 
So you see the before, but you see it's two befores, but you see it both inside and outside. It's not a bank, sorry. It's it is a bank. It's a bank or a post office. But it's a heist. Essentially, it's a heist. It's a heist. I'm pretty sure it's a bank. I'm no, it's a post office. It's a fucking post office. Um, but he's trying to withdraw money and he gets held up, right? But what you see from the outside looking in, so from the police officer's perspective, is movie star Jean-Claude Van Damme is holding up a post office. Oh, it all makes sense. He doesn't have any money. He's fighting over custody. He's broken down. He's gone crazy. Inside, Jean-Claude Van Damme is like, is he holding up the post office? What's actually happened here? Right? And there's a scene where it's so well done. There's only one fourth wall break, but it's a six and a half minute long fourth wall break. Constant monologue fourth wall break. Roger Ebert, I'm sure you've heard of Roger Ebert, the greatest film critic of all time. He said, this film was the second best acting performance of 2008 and should have won the Oscar were it not for a little movie called The Dark Knight starring a little guy called Heath Ledger. That's yeah. how good Roger Ebert rated this performance. And he said something quite brilliant. He said, Van Damme, in this fourth wall-breaking monologue, was more brutally honest about himself than any critic could ever be about how his life has unfolded. And bro, in this fourth wall break, he brings his reality into the storytelling of the movie, whereby he's talking about how he became down on his luck, how he became hooked on drugs, how he's he doesn't understand how people hold him up on a pedestal, how it breaks his heart that he's held up on a pedestal when there are people in the world who have accomplished so much more than he has and who are so much more deserving of the fame and the praise that he doesn't deserve. It's so honest and raw what he says. It's... This is really, this is really fighting to be my number one. It really is, but I can't take off my number one. So just a weird-ass question, yeah? This film, is it English or is it French? It's Belgium. Oh, yeah. So he talks in Belgium. In, um, French. Oh, French, oh. yeah? Okay. No, it's French. Okay. That's, that's what I was... Because I, I saw the subtitles. I'd never actually questioned that before until I saw No, it. no, it's French. It's French. Okay. Interesting. Not that it has relevancy to how good the film is, but yeah, just question that. Always assumed it was an English film. it's fucking sensational, AJ. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And Billy JCVD is awesome. It really is. No, I'll give it a shot. I will give it a and shot. And Nico, we all know Van Damme is way better than Seagal. You're damn right we do. Seagal is a guy you oh, smoke yeah. a joint to and laugh at. He's not a guy you take seriously. Come on. No. I mean, he's a certified ass kicker, but I, I never take it. I just can't. I can't. I'm sorry. And even the Chuck Norris thing, I've never bought into Chuck Norris. No, I don't care what he can do. Fucking cowboy, come on. Chuck Norris would be better suited in a movie like Brokeback Mountain. Right. Come on, come on, Chuck fucking Norris, behave. <laughs> right. So that was number your number two? That was my number two, bro, yeah. And it's really, like, more I'm thinking about that fourth wall break. It's really pushing for my number one. It's that no, good. No, I'll tell you what. And it's, it's one of those things that I don't want to get caught in the hype. Funny Games is a kick-ass film, man. Like, you know when, you, you, you know when you're there thinking about a film for a while? And again, it's one of those things that I... 
because I don't like spoiler territory, I don't want to get into it with you, but like it's something I would to discuss at another time. You'd be like, it has your mind ticking. Like today, after John found out we both watched it, some of the stuff we go, God, they're twisted. Like it's a it's a good film. So I know how you feel when you're like, and it's it on Amazon, so I will check it. Yeah. Right. In at number two, the other punt from earlier, the other Scorsese, good fellas. <laughs> Sure. Again, again, it's one of those things that I appreciate it's more narration than full fall breaking. But with this one as well, I feel like it was the culmination of the narration, you know, through the whole storytelling that we've got in the courtroom. He's like, well, yeah, this is it. You know, the narration continues and he finally starts to acknowledge you and look through and he, he just starts to develop into what the story is. And I, yeah, I just... Loved it. It, it again. I felt it was kind of impactful. Like as much as I've seen you narrating what's going on, it kind of just brings it full circle to me. That's what I liked about this film. Um, is the great profile breaks? Yes, I agree. But in terms of quality of film, in terms of quality of film, this is the best thing on the list. Yes, I'm yes. still. This is the best thing on the list. My, num my number one. I can't figure I for the life of me what your one My is. My number one I have too much love for. It, it, it's weird. It's a weird love I have for this film. And that's why I appreciate it. But it's weird. It, it's a different, it's a different quality. It's a different quality of film, if you would. If you're going to talk like a standard, this is a film I'll sit down and watch all the time, Goodfellas wins hands down. Yeah, that's the best film. But for a different perspective of film... That that's what I that's why my number one sticks out. Uh, hold the fire on uh, on yeah on what your number one is. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I'm not uh, saying. I'm just saying that that's where it comes when you're like it's the greatest film on there. I'm like it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to say it is. I can't but, for the life of me think what your number one is. Then oh, just mixed memorabilia says JCVD is one of the most creative, unique comebacks into film. Van Damme or Jean Claude, with the utmost respect, was ex executive producer on this as well yes he was yes he was yes he was it's aj i cannot fucking recommend how much you need to watch jcvd i know you you will go nuts for this film. <laughs> well I'll, I'll, who knows it may even be tonight's movie high fidelity is really tipping it though because you know it's really good you know there's something just a bit lighter i'm not saying jcvd yeah, yeah, yeah. is gonna be shit but yeah oh, it's not a heavy film it's not heavy it's jcvd is it's, it's Pop fictiony. It's 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 very very enjoyably watchable. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It may be neither. Uh, also, has Gavin come back with that film? Yeah, he did up here. Let me let me get that up for you. He said, "Here you go, AJ. Beyond the infinite two minutes, twenty days left on all four, and seventy minutes long. You want to screenshot that quickly? Uh, trust me, Gavin. The all four part isn't an issue with AJ, but appreciate, it, bro." <laughs> <laughs> You know there's a thing on that all four is free, yeah? I know, I know. I'm just saying, should I miss it? Should I miss oh, the 20 okay. days? Day 21 is still a thing. Like, I got 21 <laughs> days to go. <laughs> right, cool. Wow. Um, right, just before we reveal our worst, which I imagine is going to be the same. I think um, we agreed on that from last week. <laughs> pretty much. Just before we reveal our worst, could everyone please, Francis, Billy, Dan, Gavin, Riri, RJ Skarenki, all of you, and even Mixed Memorabilia, of course, 
even if you're like on VOD squad, like drop them down in the comments just because you can't do it on the live live chat. I want to see it in the comments too. Um, please drop your Rushmore, your four, four best favorite films of uh, fourth wall breaks. Let me know. Start dropping. And while you guys are doing that, let's, I mean, yeah, I'm going to reveal my worst day, oh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to give you flowers on this, bro, because you did hold back. Uh, Paul Savina, did you want to go deeper? Take it away, my friend. You put the movie higher than I did. No, bro, it, do you know what? <laughs> it's, um, yeah, do you know what? I think Gavin says it in such a way. Ray Liotta, Paul Savino, James Kahn, Tony Sirico. What is happening to our gangster playing actors? And it's just one of those faces and like the, I mean, Goodfellas, everyone plays their part. And it was one of those moments where I was just like, I think that sums it up actually. It's, you know, when you're getting older is when the people you looked up to as a kid and possibly your teens and you still recognize later on in film are just, dropping off like I, I remember James Khan and I remember watching Godfather for the first time and I was like actually what is the last James Khan film I've seen and you're like these are people I've really appreciated and not appreciated enough actually I've underappreciated them if I'm honest for sure you're like, you know what good they're, they're still about and then you just hear news like that and you're like oh man like some stuff for generations before it's it's really weird because sometimes I'm just going to get into the depth of how I look at hey, life go, go, go. Let me go into it some stuff you, you appreciate was there before us, but you, you just take it for granted. And then you start to appreciate what is there with in your current time as you, you start to get older and you start to feel like you start to appreciate stuff more because you start to realize the stuff that you took for granted is gone. You know, they're like, you don't know a good thing till you've lost it. That's kind of the way I see it in life. Like these, these great names that we just, well, oh yeah, James Khan, James Khan's there. And really, like, again, go back to that statement. You would sooner believe that Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro, hell, even Al Pacino would have been gone before Ray Lutter. And it's like, you know, it's here one minute, it's gone the next. And that's the same here when it comes to Paul Savino. It's like, you're always familiar with him and he's there. And if you want that 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 gangster archetype, he, you know, he fits the bill. Gone, just like that. So, you know, let, let's appreciate what, what we have while we can, guys. And may your soul rest in peace, sir. And thank you for the memories. It's the best way I can. I can word it at this current point. You're better at that shit than I am, mate. I'm not going to add to it. Well done. Cool. Right. Well, joint worst. This isn't a fucking mystery. Um, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that's the one. Ferris Bueller's day off. I don't understand people's love for this movie. It just wasn't anything great. So this is... There were two things that happened when we done the raunchy teen. There were a lot of films that were like, oh my God, you need to see it. And you start to watch all these teen movies. Um, Fast Time at Ridgemont High was average. Fine, fine, dead average. average. Risky Business gave me nothing, but I was like, it's watchable. Then there was Ferris Bueller, which everyone was like, oh my God, it's amazing. And he's the best. Ferris Bueller's the man. What do you mean he's the man? He's the worst person you could possibly want in your he's life. <laughs> he's not a good friend. He's not a good boyfriend. Like, wh where is Ferris Bueller the man? He's not a good friend. He's not a good boyfriend. He's, he's not, not particularly son. cool. Like, yeah. he's kind of a dork. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a bit of a Cesaro. <laughs> it was just this self-entitled prat who just had a day off and just starts to show you, like, this is what I can get away with because I have a trust fund. Like, oh, fuck so yourself. Cool, man. So could everyone if they had some money. You're a dick. 
and you're an entitled dick the that. biggest stuff that you've done wasn't even with your family car it was with your best mate's dad's car so go fuck you yourself. got all that money and you can't even fucking jack your dad's car you're just a bad criminal yeah yeah it was it just left me empty. you know what ferris bueller is he's cheddar bob <laughs> Eight mile, people. Eight mile. Keep up. I don't think I ever would have gone there, but he, I get it. He get is it. a terrible criminal. He is literally the guy who would jack his mum's magnum and shoot himself in the dick. He is Cheddar Bob. I don't even know. Papa Doc had a gun. He's that guy. Tell me I'm wrong. It, it's this weird way that he would. It, it's linkable, but it's not because it's like he's fr he would take the gun, but then make his friends hide it, and that's the poor guy who would end up getting shot in the leg based on this dickhead encouraging him to go for it. Do you get what I'm saying? So he's kind of Cheddar Bob, but not. I don't like movies that glorify sociopaths, and Ferris Bueller is a bona fide sociopath. It, it just, it just, I just didn't have anything. There was nothing redeeming from him. There was Nico, who's Cheddar Bob? Billy, watch eight mile, my brother. Everybody from the free one free. Put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you yeah. want to do it, don't you? You've started. Now you want to finish it, don't you? No, 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 no. no. It's, not, it's such not. a fucking earworm, isn't it? <laughs> now watch his hands up. Notice that this man does not have his hands up. This free world's got you cast up. Now who's afraid of the big bad? Whoa. Don't do it. One, two, three, into the four. Four. No, no, no. Stop. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this guy ain't no mother. Anyway, the fucking no, MC, I know everything. He's about to sing it for me. Yeah, I do got a jump frame named Channel Bob who shoots himself in the leg with like his, own, his gun. own gun. <laughs> I did get jumped by all six of you chumps, and where it did fuck my girl, I'm still standing here screaming, "Fuck the free world!" It's so good. <laughs> but yeah, so this is this is why he's slightly different from Channel Bob, you know, because somehow Ferris Bueller would make someone else get more shit than he would have to. And that's why I see it. But yeah, he's a sociopath. There is no in-between on it. He is a sociopath. And I cannot for the life of it. And this is what, something I want to pick up on what Francis said. Definitely Bueller is a dickhead, but it still was relatable for teens pissed off at establishment. I don't agree with that. No, One, no. I don't, John I don't agree. John Bender is John Bender. Yes. Steven Stifler. Yeah. And he even for him, for his entitledness, he's not as annoying as Ferris Bueller. Stifler is a god. <laughs> but, you know, Stifler is a good example of a character who I think is kind of anti-establishment, you know. And you see the fallout of his anti-establishment as the American Pie movies go on. He essentially, you know, he's the fucking big jock fuck around guy and he ends up being a loser. He's a coach's assistant. I mean, loser in the way the movie's presenting him. I'm not saying if you're. It's a how he felt. It's how he felt more than anything how, else. Exactly. It's how he felt. He under he underlived what his potential was, right? By being all anti-establishment. Stifler was never a sociopath. He was a horn dog. He was an nymphomaniac. Yeah, but he wasn't a sociopath. The idea of Ferris Bueller manipulating people to suit his own ends and never taking the blame for it, and not giving an actual shit, like. No, I he sees his friend I literally stonewalled. Him. Like, he was literally turned into stone. And he's like, ah, that's fine. Like, how dare you? Like, what kind of friendship is that? Do you get it? Like, mm. no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. I hate him. I, I hate him, and I really hate this movie. And I, 
And I've I've heard American, you know, movie podcasts talk about Ferris Bueller. That so cool. I'm like, he's not. I, what is it? Because he's not shooting up his school that makes him cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> bit went a bit dark there, didn't I? Sorry. I mean, we've gone from like Jamaican band songs to guys Americans shooting up their schools. Like, no, there is positivity in the world, you know. Like, yeah. Um, but I know what you mean. I may have gone a bit far with that one. My apologies. But it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's the it's the sentiment that there's nothing positive about the guy to make him cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Zach Morris was a bit of a dick, but Zach Morris still had more redeeming features than fucking Ferris Bueller. Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. This is guys. Like, yeah. You can have dick mentality, but still look out for people. This guy was so self-entitled with no, no one else's interest at heart. Your John Bender example was very good, by the way, because, yeah, he is anti-establishment. But you know the difference with John Bender versus Ferris Bueller? John Bender knew what his role was. He knew that he was a wastrel, and he knew, and he had the balls to take the fall for everyone else. Remember when they're running in the hallways, and he says, yeah. and and uh, Emilio Estevez says, we're fucked, and Bender goes, just me. Yeah. Just me. He takes one for the team, and they're not even his fucking team. Thank he doesn't. This is, I was about to say that. This isn't your friends. But here we are with your nearest and dearest. And you're just That's kidding. someone who's got balls, but who can be anti... He's he's picking being anti-establishment and going full Tony Montana. I got my word and my balls and I don't break them for no one, yeah? yeah. Bueller's a twat, mate. Bueller's the sort of little dickzit who, I'd, who <laughs> I would have hated at school and who I would love. Kind of like that fucking camel jockey, Sammy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, man. No, fuck there are terms you can't use. Is that there one band? Huh? Is that one band? Does no, legitimately. Is... No, legit. There, there, there is no... Camel jockey, a guy who wears a fucking banana hammock thing. I swear down that's what it is. I Someone who wears that. a Speedo. Oh. I somewhat saw that as a different... As in a camel strap, bro. Okay. You know, like camel toe, speedo, camel yeah, yeah, jockey. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Okay. I swear, <laughs> I'm allowed to no, say no, that. No, 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 because I, I literally done it. An athlete who rides camels and races, slang slash offensive ethnic slur. Oh no! So that's not at all what I meant. And <laughs> 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 the fact that the guy happened to be from that part of town. No, 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 no. Rewind. I'm just saying he's the type of twat who would fucking ride a ride, ride a. I, I'm thinking camels <laughs> now. God damn it! Like he wears speedos. Like, like. Yeah. Okay. I get you. Speedo got nigga. That is not at all what I meant. I am not that type of person. Fuck. No. Sorry. My no. apologies. This is like, screen, dude. World YouTube. Pod squad, that is not what I meant. I'm very yeah. sorry. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you for entertaining me, AJ. Yeah, we're good. Um, we're good. <laughs> no, but we're good. people like that dickhead. You know, he's the sort of dickzit who played it big at school and who would then, you know, you'd meet him now in life and you'd just be like, I could knock the fucking square shit out of you, but you're not even worth it. Next round of fries, please, bitch. <laughs> Fair enough. I did not right. like him much, AJ. I thought he was a twat. Right. By the way, Mixed Memorabilia, great shout. Forgot to mention Emily. So did I. Fucking great I shout. What? That's, yeah, it's a sin. It's one of my sins. Oh, bro. Emily's I heard, amazing. I heard, it's magical. I heard it's magical. That I'm aware of. What about Tom Cruise's character in Risky Business versus Ferris Bueller? So this is a good question. You're going to have, I think it's, 
I can't remember risky business a lot. I I because it was it, it, risky business certainly let kind of empty. I don't have a memory, a great memory of the film. You you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Tom Cruise in Risky Business does dumb teenage shit, just like Ferris Bueller, Bender, Stifler. They all do that dumb teenage shit. Ferris Bueller's the only one who doesn't want to try and make amends for his ways, and that's what makes him a sociopath. Right. Like Tom Cruise literally fucks up, but I believe spends the whole movie trying to right the wrong. I may be yeah, wrong. Whereas this guy fucks up to the absolute last bit. He's it's a like, yeah, cunt, go ahead. mate. He is a cunt. There is nothing cool about yeah, him. Right, because he literally does everything. It's just like, just, he literally goes to hide back oh, in the brush it off. Like, like, Fuck yeah. you. It's not your Ferrari, you little biatch. Yeah. Yeah. How about I throw you out the window next and drop a rock on you? Damn. Yeah, I, yeah, guys, I'm seeing the comments coming in and I appreciate the support. But again, like, I did not mean it, that the camel jockey thing, I didn't mean it that way. I'm being very clear now. Speedo wearer, <laughs> banana hammock man. This is like, hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading the comments. It's like I'm just like I'm keeping you in check. Dead is like Nick. I'm trying to get cancelled before he makes it. But yeah, yeah. Emily's on Disney Plus apparently. I love and this. Netflix I love this. and Prime and AJ Vision. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Gavin. Do you know the funny thing about that? Yeah, AJ Vision is actually a great name for a streaming service. Gavin, you should trademark that. Yeah. Not that you could sell it anywhere because it's not very legal. But anyway. Um, ding dong, exactly, Francis. But um, going back to that, I was thinking, I think Fight Club is also in that category where it's available on Disney Plus, Netflix, and I believe it's home for free. It's could weird be. that there is that film. There are those films that literally cross all platforms of streaming. This is a good question for Riri Thomas. Ferris Bueller or Will Ferrell films, what's worse? I'd still say Will Ferrell. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ferris Bueller Will... only have to deal with him once. Will Ferrell's yeah, like but Will Fer constant yeah. annoyance. Ferris, Bu Ferris Bueller is an annoying character, right? Who was meant to be cool and appreciated. Whereas purposefully, the Will Ferrell movies is continuously the same kind of acting that's just not funny. And we don't understand how it's there. Do you, do you get what? Mm. It's, it's similar, but different. You, you, you're, you're a huge man child. Whereas Ferris Bueller, I believe it, it's two different. It's two different devils. And I don't know if there is actually one that's worse. One's a character, one's real. Yeah. Yeah. And it's real in continuous films. It's like you can't play anything else. And I know people might say that about Jim, but it's completely different. I think Jim manages to continue. Nah, Jim can play other shit and he's shown it. Well, yeah, man yeah, yeah. Man but I'm saying moon. that when it was that, that side of comedy, everyone was like, oh, it's always the same stupidness. No, 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 no. Jim Carrey could deliver, whereas Will Ferrell just, to me, has not done that yet. Waiting for Will Ferrell to give me something like a Truman show. And I'm also waiting for Will Ferrell to make me laugh as much as I have in Liar Liar. No possible. Austin Harris too. That was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was quite funny. I have broken my leg and it is beginning to smell like almonds. Let me try the other one. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Cook 45, I see you, bro. <laughs> very good very very good okay cool so i'll go with my number one i don't know what yours is but i'm intrigued considering you're holding it in as high reverence as good fellas but yeah 
I'll just go with mine. My number one from Adam McKay. Big Short. The Big Short. Oh, shit, AJ. Yep, joint number one. Granted, your poster is better because that's probably what captivated me. It's deep. (laughs) (laughs) The Margot Robbie bar scene should be cemented in the Institute of... The Margot Robbie bar scene should be compulsory viewing for every human being alive. (laughs) I remember us being in the cinema being like, excuse me? (laughs) It was literally eyes out, jaws to the floor. But more to the point, you can take 4-4 break in in many ways. You can have the fun that you can have with Wayne's World. You can do the very self-aware 4-4 break in that is Daredevil. Um, Deadpool, sorry. Daredevil's on the brain. Right? You can have the narrator along the way. And then you can have this one that is so well placed. And this is what I loved about it. And this is what made it number one for me. Is that you have this story going on. And the best way to explain something to you is completely pull you right away from the film and make an analogy into something else. So you get a world-famous chef. You get Margot Robbie in the bar. So it takes you completely out of the film to be like, so what you're seeing right now, this is how I can explain it to you in another way. And that's what I thought was absolutely beautiful about this film. It, it, it Amazing the way they, they they fought a way to break the fourth wall. I, it, it's completely removed from the film and then brings you back in. I, I just thought it was perfect. Yeah. Um, The fact that they took something, which was, I don't, listen, people who say that they fully understand what happened in the the late noughties, like why we ended up in a worldwide recession. If you're telling the truth, respect. Because I don't consider myself to be a stupid person. I'm I'm a B plus student. I'm not, you know, top of the range. I'm not Oxbridge material, but you know, I do all right. I was flummoxed by what the fuck happened. I couldn't get my head around it. And as I say, I say with humility, I don't perceive myself to be especially stupid. I'd like to think a bit bit of the opposite, minus my understanding of the term camel jockey. Um but 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 the what happened there i found highly confusing and if i was in thailand at the time it affected me out there like people had less money to spend it was global like it was global and you just think how did we fuck up like this well enter adam mckay i'm gonna break it down for you and i'm gonna break it down for you with chefs and margot robbie in a hot tub also can we note Ryan Gosling breaks the fourth wall a lot in this film. Yes, yes, yes. And can we also note, the last fourth wall break, I actually find highly powerful when he turns to the camera and went, you thought I was the good guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of brilliantly being this microcosm of, oh, you thought this whole situation was this? Just like the whole world thought this economic crash was X when in fact it was Y. That line, you thought I was a good guy. It's like shit, man. It's like it's it's almost Adam McKay knocking you on the head. It's going, yo, I've been telling you for the entire throughout movie. the entire film, yeah, and you still got fooled. That's how complex this whole thing was. Do you and- know it's that, and it's it's you know self preservation is not displayed more than in this film. And I'll tell you who it is. It's Steve Carell's character. Oh, uh, so much you can see. 
He can see what's going on, but it's a uh, me or them. And it's like, you know what? Fuck it. It's me. I'm the one who's going to win. I, 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 I'm not. But it's the me or them. And it's when he turns, when he has that very honest moment and he says, do you know what I'm worried about? It's not going to be the people who should pay for this to pay for this. It's going to be yeah. the minorities that pay for this. Yeah. And he, that's it. He says all of that and he's like, you know what? Short it. And that's it. Short yeah. it. Yeah. And it's the minute that trigger's pulled. It's it's such a powerful film. Now, going back to what you were saying, I'm not even going to go and quote anything to be. I don't even know if B plus is a compliment or a diss right now. Like I don't know where I would rank myself. I remember watching this film and being so confused, but so engrossed at the same time. And that's the magic of this film. This is what I'm saying. Like Goodfellas, you know what you're watching. You take it. You enjoy it. There's a magic about the big short, the big short that just says, take this in. And this is life. This is what you've lived through, you know? And any audience member who got to see this in the cinema has lived through it. They knew, even if you caught it at a low end or a high end, you were part of it, you know? Yep. And it's like, this is why the world is what it's like today. This is all the confusing parts. These little twists and laws, and these are the people that you should, you should thank, the ones that you should hate. The ones who tried their absolute best to stop it, who saw it coming. How multiple, you know, it's weird. Do you remember those like GoDaddy ad? It's really weird to say it, but there's that GoDaddy ad where they're like, oh, I've had an idea. Oh, I should register. Ah, it's fine. I can take my time. And you see like three people who have all got the same idea. It's the same thing here. Different people with diff- who have got the same realization, but different ethics. And it was a matter of who would outdo who in order to avoid a, a crash. Or Bell trying to figure it all out in the background. Yeah. Yeah, God, he was good and in this. Everyone oh. is freaking stellar. Everyone in. Oh, they movie. all were. Brad Pitt in a role that you just wouldn't expect from him. Man, Brad Pitt, Steve Carell, Goslin. Um, you just said he's Bale. Everyone, there's no one that you thought. Oh, nah, this guy. What is he doing on the screen? Like everyone brought freaking a game in this film. It's incredible. Did you see Adam McKay's other movie, Vice? I started it. I didn't finish it. I am enjoying that'll it. That'll put some fear into you because we live through that shit too. I know. I know. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, Bale just morphed in that freaking film, man. Bale and Rockwell, mate. That's the thing I need to keep. That's I need to finish it. I do really need to finish it. I can't remember. What, I think it was to do with Bale, Rockwell, and I think Carell's in it too. Yeah, Carell is. He's playing Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah, yeah. It, I, Three I remember. Powerhouses there, my brother. Oh, Woo! I think it was for our world leader. Something. It was one of the episodes, and I didn't get to finish it. And then, as the podcast is, you just keep going. But yeah, I do really want to see Vice. Vice is amazing. Um, and Billy Mount, just to go back to your question, going back onto Will Ferrell, do you think Will Ferrell is worse than Adam Sandler? Yeah. Hell yeah! It's not even close. Now, don't get me wrong. Adam Sandler has made some horrendous fucking career choices with his comedies. You know, Grown Ups and Grown Ups Part Two, notably, come to mind. But people forget this about Adam Sandler. This man is a two-time Oscar-nominated actor. Bro, it's, do you know what? Adam Sandler, if Adam, with the day Adam Sandler chooses to stop doing movies for his kids, which he is fucking entitled to do, Raul Julia did it with things like The Adams Family and Street Fighter, power to the man. Raul Julia is never going to go on record and say, yes, M. Bison was my career definer. Adam Sandler's <laughs> not presenting the fact that he, he did these grown-ups movies and Hotel Transylvania. These aren't career definers. No, but, what? Then I, but, but 
Go and watch him in things like Punch Drunk Love. Incredible. Uncut Gems. Amazing. The Merowitz stories. I would say even a movie that masqueraded being a comedy to start with and out of nowhere became a fucking drama and a good one at that click click was good um oh what was that the one he done with jack nicholson i i actually really enjoyed that one like he's he done some good films what i didn't like is uh, i must admit early adam sandler it was that weird voice he insisted on making people think was his own like don't get me wrong i enjoyed happy gilmore by the time like big daddy did you ever see happy madison or Billy Madison, whatever the fuck it was called. That's Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Maybe. Probably. Probably. I remember Happy Gilmore. I remember Big Daddy. Um, Big Daddy was fun. Yeah. Big was Daddy like, was a lot of fun. What a boy. And I was like, he didn't have to. I, I just didn't like the way he kept. My name is Bobby kind of characters Bobby that he wanted to portray. I was like, you can do more. You know, and but apart from that, I don't, I've never hated him. I just thought you could do better. It this is like what's it. frustrating about Adam Sandler. The talent is there for the world to see, and it's like, dude, just do yeah, your right was, decisions. You know, you can play the underdog, but it was like, I don't want to say it was challenged underdog, and that's what I didn't like. I just, it, it just felt like cheap heat, an easy go to. And I was like, do better, do better, literally do better because we know you got better. And then when he does do better, the world's like, oh, yeah, Sandler's actually pretty fucking good, isn't it? It's like, yeah. He's an Oscar-nominated actor. It's like when people say, Nick Cage is a shit actor. One, he's a Coppola. Two, let's not talk about the Wicker Man, yeah? <laughs> the guy is an Oscar-nominated actor. People forget this. Have you Raising Arizona, leaving Las Vegas. Like, Have you seen these films? Like... Sandler's good, man. Like, when he puts it on, when he goes dramatic, he's fucking good yeah but even in some of his comedies like depending on the way he the range he delivers you can do it i'm yet to see that with will ferrell like the one film i did like was mega will ferrell doesn't have that gear, mate. will ferrell does not have a dramatic gear he does not have it and if he's got it where is it he done that film i think yard sale or everything must go i can't remember what it was called it was average it was watchable but it wasn't great you, you haven't it, it wasn't punch truck love or fucking uncut gems or merrill wit stories yeah it wasn't yeah, an oscar nominated it. role he's not in that league he's not in the fucking league oh, what is not in the league? league but i'm really happy that i I don't agree with you that The Big Short is a better movie than Goodfellas. Absolutely no, fucking not. It's a different, it's a different appreciation. Do you understand? Like Goodfellas is a great watch. Goodfellas this is one of the greatest films ever made. This is to me what the the, the silver screen dudes are about: edutainment yep. and being educated while being entertained. And that's what I'm saying. It's a different appreciation. That's why I didn't so, direct, outrightly say no. You're wrong. But I'm like, it's a different appreciation. It's a different game. It's not just a film to, oh, yeah, sit back and watch. Oh, you know, oh, let's let's bring the guys around tonight. That's what you could do, good fellas. You're not going to say, yeah, let's bring everyone around. Or let's watch the big short. It's a different, do you know what I'm saying? You feel edumacated when you watch the big short. Edumacated. Wow. <laughs> Put that on a t shirt. But yeah, man, that's that's before we go into our Rushmore, we've got a few here. RJ Skarinki, way at the top of the show, said Deadpool, Ferris Bueller, Wayne's World One and Two, Calf's Loaded, Loaded Weapon One. Not sure about that last one, but okay. 
Um, Francis Lalon says, Silver Screen Dudes, not really set, so this is on the fly. Deadpool, Ferris Bueller, Zombieland, The Coconuts. Gavin Mann gives a 10. 10, Borat, 9, Blazing Saddles, 8, Gremlin, 7, Hot Shots, Part 2, 6, Holy Grail, 5, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, nearly put that on my top 10. 4, Home Alone, 3, The Truman Show, nice choice. 2, La wow, Last Action Hero, 2, 1, Spaceballs. I'm still too warm to Spaceballs. Um, I can imagine the frustration. You got pissed off at my little comment. I can imagine what Spaceballs was. <laughs> If my meme is going to fuck you up, Spaceballs is going to really do you in. <laughs> it's you. It's possible you are correct. Um, Ruby Thomas says, Deadpool, Wayne's World, JCVD, Lord of War. Uh, Den the Tech says, Deadpool, Last Action Hero, Wayne's World, Fight Club. Um, Gavin Mann says, Jane, Silent Bob. Nice. Uh, Austin Powers 2 and the, the Lego movie. I like that. So, from that, I've got the impression that Deadpool and Wayne's World need to be on there. They are four four breakers, aren't they? They are the masters of their craft. So let's put those on there. Um, Deadpool's going to run away with this, by the way. Just I, I know what Twitter's like, but let's let's. I mean, I yeah. No, we don't exclude Deadpool because then we need to, you know, talk about excluding Goodfellas and Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, you could let the fucking Titans fight here. Deadpool, Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, Fight Club. But it's all been seen and done before, really. That's the problem. Plus, there's two Martys, which I don't want to do. Okay. Uh, do you want to put the big short on as another one? Surely. Uh, do you know, you know those ones where you get a bit scared, like how will people appreciate it? It'll this? get cringe because Deadpool's in here. but I just want to establish what percentage of the population of Twitter have seen this movie and appreciate this movie. So here's another one that's come up a few times. Talk to me. Do you think Last Action Hero deserves its part in here? Now that will officially save, that will save the big short from getting creamed, I believe. <laughs> On that basis, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm kind of down with it because I feel like it represents it as well. We can't put Goodfellas in. It'll trounce everything. Uh, I'd love to put JCVD in, but I don't think enough people have seen it. Monty Python, AJ, instead of Last Action Hero. Work with me on this. Deadpool, Wayne's World, The Big Short, Monty Python, and The Holy Grail. That's quite good. There's a lot of love out there for Monty Python, which makes it more challenging. It'll give Deadpool a run. I will get Last Action Hero on a rush ball one day. <laughs> no way. One day, my friend. You keep batting for it. Top 10 worst Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Have it. <laughs> no, because we all know Batman and Robin still wins that one. But like, No. Don't send me to the cooler. The Iceman cometh. <laughs> Do you know what? Well, you know what? We need to watch that together one day. You know the thing about that, right? So on the boat, we have one ice machine and the other one's broken at the moment. Right. So every day Please you need tell to me when you're in the bag of ice, you say the Iceman Cometh. Bro, please. every time it's there, and they're like, the ice delivery is I'm like, the Iceman Cometh. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let, let's make it interactive. Guys, first three people, my favorite game. First three, Last Action Hero or Monty Python. Everyone's Last up. Action Hero or Monty Python, go.
Eyes to see you, says Francis. <laughs> I hit it when they talk during the movie. <laughs> no, that's porn. Let's get rid of the porn. <laughs> and he puts it out. Really trying to get us cancelled today. More so porn here's, one that get, here's one that Ben put. Last Action right? Hero. No, this one. I keep kicking myself that I haven't seen. Scott Pilgrim versus the what I really need ah, to see. I'm not a fan. Was that not? Which one's the one that you said is like a video game? And you really enjoyed it. Scott Pilgrim is like a video game. It's fine. It's 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 typical Edgar Wright. It's completely overpraised, man. So if you didn't got... like Baby Driver, this is not going to rock your world. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So we've got Last Action Hero, Python, Python, Python. That was the first three, AJ. But that's two. It's the first to get to three. You said first three comments. So two out of three falls, surely. Uh... Take two and even call me in the water. Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. Okay, guys. Python You're not sending me to the cooler. Put the python on. No one else seems to have been batting. Sorry, Dan. I probably would have gone with you. Well, I did go with you. On Put the cookie down. Now. Name the movie. Is it? Oh, God. Turbo Man. Um... The character is correct. What is the name yes, of the movie? Jingle all, jingle all the way. Mm. <laughs> now that's a batting for Arnie's worst movie. I actually really like that film. So do I. I'm not going to lie. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the wrong day. <laughs> I punch a moose. No, it's not a moose. It's a reindeer. Shit. Come on. Did you, ask me, did you have me for that last week with Frozen? And you've I just did. got to make the same mistake. You know what? Fuck you, okay? <laughs> I'm going to stop the Arnie accent now. Yes, because I think you've done enough racism for one episode. <laughs> racism? Arnie and I are both Aryan, motherfucker. What are you on about? <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. That's the perfect way to sell it. Hitler would look at me and Arnold Schwarzenegger and be like, you know, it's uh, quite good, yeah? yeah? Like, there's nothing racist about me doing an Austrian accent when I'm white. Like, excuse me. Oh, dude! I think we should carry on. <laughs> do this much more. Yeah, right. Let's do this. <laughs> Sorry, I've got the major giggles. <laughs> the top ten movies that break the fourth wall <laughs> in no particular order. Come on, Deadpool. Our second entry is. Wayne's World. Our third entry is The Big Short. Our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore <laughs> <laughs> of movies that of movies that break the fourth wall is Fuck Monty it, Python and the Holy Grail. Jeez, accents all over the place tonight. <laughs> right. Okay, carry on okay. Rushmore. I would fucking love to do Francis. AJ needs to get on the carry on train, but I would yeah. love to do a top 10 carry on movies. Do you know what? I think that would be the actual best, not even top 10 carry on, but carry on Rushmore. I think that just sounds right, doesn't it, for the episode when we get around to it? Carry on Rushmore, it does sound right. That actually, well done. Yeah, I like that. I like carry that. on Rushmore. Yeah, right, right. Okay, guys. Do you know, <laughs> Gavin done exactly what I was trying to figure out, right? A lad in Russia war. <laughs> that, 
I was trying to figure out the way to, to make it happen. Like, a lad in has to happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll produce it one day. A lad in. Don't know too. how. We can make like Chris Stuckman and do a Patreon program and like Listen, raise if it. Make, if, if they can, if they can make Tammy and the T Rex or Velocipasta, we can definitely make a lad in with Paul fucking Walker. Put the cookie down. It's not from Kindergarten Cop. It is from Jingle All the Way. Put the cookie down now. He says it to the neighbor. Um. What are we doing next week, AJ? Satisfying movie endings? Movies in a yeah. hotel? What are we doing? I believe it was satisfying movie endings. Everyone cool with that in the in the chat? Please be, because my list is nearly complete. Like, if I have to do hotels, I'm going to have to spin this shit wrap. I got a very good list for... It's not a tumor. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Satisfying movie endings. That's the topic next week. AJ, wrap it up. Cool. Okay, guys. So thank you very much. Truly appreciated you being with us for two hours and 35 minutes. It's absolutely, it's been great. Um, sorry, Francis, the topic is we're going to do satisfying movie endings. That's going to be our, our topic for next week. So yeah, just any film that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside when it finishes. Um, yeah. So just once again, thank you very, very or much. Or just to make time. you want to, spoiler, throw your fist to the air. Yeah, actually use that. Is that on my list? I can't remember. Fucking yeah. better be. <laughs> yeah. Very likely it is. I, I can't remember where and what, but yeah, that's that. So guys, again, as always, thank you for being part of the, pod, the, the live squad. If you are part of the VOD squad, also appreciate it. And as Nico said, drop some comments down. Let us know you're there. Like, let's get some VOD squad in the house kind of tweets and stuff and messages. Just literally at the bottom of your Facebook or your, your YouTube, just let us know you're there. Also, guys, if you are part of the pod squad, that means you are someone who is on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Card, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Deezer, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Tuna, Stitcher, or Geo7, and you've just searched for Movie Mount Rushmore, or you just pass it on to your friends. Search for Movie Mount Rushmore. That's the thing. So we do appreciate you absolutely everywhere. And as always, guys, remember, we, the Silver Screen Dudes, have had the challenge of making the four must-see breaking the four four movies. It's now the challenge of you guys to head on over to Twitter, at MovieMTRushmore, but more importantly, at MoviePolls, or you where you can cast your vote to crown the ultimate 4-4 breaker. Yeah. Yes. So that, that's that. So, until and the if next you've, time. And if you've liked listening to us for the last two and a half hours, guys, remember, we are nearly at our objective. You can support the channel at any rate that is comfortable to you. Just go on over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie dudes. The link to that is in the description below of the video and in the description of the podcast. For less than the price of your daily Starbucks, you can support us, helping us make this weekly content, and we will improve the show for you once we've hit our landmark. We will invest in new software. We will make it awesome. So I've got everything is awesome stuck on my head because someone put... Who was it who put Lego <laughs> Movie? Was bloody Gavin. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. See you all next week, yeah. When you're living in a dream. We're out. See ya. See ya.